Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast, live edition. And uh, Mike, I am totally out of Squadcast. I have not hit record, sir. So we're just going to kind of wing it. We're just going to kind of wing it here. And, hey, man. Um, That's what happens when you're running like five different outlets at the same time. We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, welcome, welcome again to the Close Traffic Podcast. Now that we're recording, ladies and gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Uh, how are we doing? The question yeah. of the century. Nah, man, everything is well, you know, as well as they could be. Can't complain. I'm, I'm excited about this new setup that we got going, man. Like, this is insane that we're able to do this all simultaneously. Who would have thunk it? Technology, who, man. Technology. Who would have thunk it, man? Oh, in case you guys didn't know, introduce my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, well, I say the legend. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if you, if you consider <laughs> enabling autopilot mode while simming <laughs> at the same time in your Tesla. This man's a uh, legend. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike. Mike, say hello to people, man. Hello, people. Hello, people. <laughs> We've got a real legend on today, man. This is uh, the, the, the real legend is Mr. Uh, Yellow Bus, a.k.a. Hollywood, a.k.a. Robert himself, man. How you doing, Robert? Say hello to the people. Doing good, doing good. Like, uh, I was uh, vibing to the uh, intro music. That you was know, pretty cool pretty intro music, Johnny. Set <laughs> the tone. Hey. You know, I was like, wow, this is new. I like this. This I can get down to this. Yeah, but, was, uh, yeah Good to be here, though. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're just, it's good to have you. You know, I know we got a got a heck of a show, uh, episode 19, and I uh, just want to... can't believe we're at 19 already. Man, it's 19, and, you know, it's been a whole year, and I, you know, uh, go ahead and get the bromance out of the way, guys. I really, really appreciate all the support uh, you guys have shown us over the past year. I think CTP Indeed. has been up for a year now, and, um, you know, it. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be up if it wasn't for, you know, you guys, you know, especially our Patreon backers. Yeah. um that uh you know who have been supporting us and i mean heck got got to this point i mean hopefully hopefully Streamyard, uh this is what we're using here um serves serves y'all well and uh, if y'all enjoy it definitely let us know but um again you know we got got a heck of a show definitely looking forward to it um our friend here robert um real world airbus driver um, he's going to go through all the ins and outs. There will be uh, Q&A at the end, as usual. So, um, But, yeah, you know, guys, just sit back, relax, and uh, and, and enjoy the show. Mike, what have, you, what have you been up to? Maybe been streaming? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. You know, well <laughs> flying. Yeah, right. You've been all over the place. I have been all over the place, man. It's been uh it's been fun. I've been uh I think I've streamed like once a week the last week or so, but uh I've been doing some real or fun over the weekends, man. Uh we went to where have we been? Damn, it's been so long. <laughs> have we been? Yeah, where'd so y'all go? Week, Palm, Springs. Palm Springs, yes. Last Camarillo week Palm Springs, Camarillo the week before. Uh tomorrow we're gonna hit French Valley. Um, so that should be fun as well for some awesome. lunch. Um, but then I'm probably on a, a hiatus for the rest of the year. I've got family coming into town and holidays and all that good stuff. So getting to flying in when and uh, where I can before all that stuff picks up. How about you, man? Man, yeah, not not a whole lot on this end, man. Um, 
you know, as far as streaming. Um, it's been busy, you know, Q4, so everything's all hot and heavy at the uh, the company, yeah, getting everything wrapped up. Indeed. You know, hopefully we'll get my Christmas bonus there from my pool. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I was kidding. Sorry, that <laughs> slipped a little. Chevy chasing her, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, not a whole lot going on. We just really had some really crappy weather because I actually had a little bit of a flying bug, and said, "Man, I think I'll go send it, and you know, go and check the weather." And it's like tomorrow, it's just you know, freezing level low. Mm. You know, IMC all day. You know, Yikes. just you know, barbecue weather, right? So yeah, that's probably you know, and then. Yep, in shorts. Yep, and uh, and and see you know, what happens. Johnny gonna be out there in the cargo shorts too, yeah. man, with the flip flops. With bro. the flip flops, yes, man, e- extra floppy. Yeah. Like, yeah, extra oh, floppy. Man. Uh, Yellow bus, man. How about you? What you been up to, man? Um, on the line. You know, I got I got mother in laws coming in, and you oh. know, and rearranging the whole entire house. And, and then, uh, you know, I've been knee deep in the books. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into uh, that. Every every two seconds, I've been been doing some sort of number or memory item. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> every two seconds. Oh, man. That's, that's too cool. That's too cool. Yeah, man, let's dive into that. So, for those just joining again, we've got Yellow Bus, aka Hollywood Robert, on the uh, the Close Traffic Podcast again. He was actually on with us. Damn, August time yeah, flies. August, August. 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 yeah, we yeah, were talking wow. about gosh, a whole host of things. If you haven't seen that one, definitely go back and check it out. But you know, I dealt a lot with real world flying. How you can use the sim to help you in your transition. Uh, life at the airlines, all that good stuff. Now we've got kind of a different segment. I appreciate, uh, you know, Yellow Bus reaching out to us to offer this opportunity. Uh, he, congratulations, by the way, will be moving into the captain's chair uh, for Spirit Airlines here in a couple of months. So um, I don't think that's something we get to see all too often or hear no. about in the community. Um, so I think that's pretty exciting. And one of the biggest things that, you know, he's able to share with us is what that transition looks like and all of the details in between. So um, take it away, all of us. I don't know where you want to start. You want to kind of tell us, you know, obviously, you know, how that came about firstly and, and kind grab of my the, popcorn, the, the, sca- <laughs> the schedule <laughs> and, and, and just some all of the intricacies that's uh, that's tied to that. man. Yeah. Um, you know, for starters, uh, it's uh, it's it's a psychological warfare um, when you go from first officer to captain or right seat to left seat. You know, and I know a lot of uh, foreign carriers, you know, uh, don't call captain and first officer, you know, but uh, when you're responsible for everything mm. um, and, every, and every, everybody's been in a plane before and, you know, they've seen the smaller intricacies at some note of, or, or time, but when uh, when you go over to the left seat, it it it, it messes with your head a little bit. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, you now have not only the aircraft to take care of, but you have 228 crew members or 228 lives that you have responsible to get back. Um, you have the best interest of the company. You have mm-hmm. uh, you know other items like passenger issue delays, you know baggage, right. you know you name it. You know, and, and on top of that, once the plane departs, now you know you're in charge of other things like accommodations to get 
back and forth to the hotel. Now, the company handles that, but I'm just saying, hey, you know, hey, getting back and forth to the airport, what time are we going to be there? What's it going to look like? And snowing wow. and all other stuff. So, you oh. know, you're you're almost constantly working the first couple years of, uh, of being a captain. Um, and then over time, it becomes repetitive. You know, you get into a little more of your yourself. Um, but, uh, for the most part, it's, it's fun. I was a, uh, I was a captain before, uh, with my previous carrier, uh, on the E-175. And, um, I remember that distinctively just on the fact that it was a little bit different. So I came from the CRJ, flying the CRJ, and I went to the E-175 and I didn't have any flight flight hours in the 175 so i was becoming a captain in a brand new plane that i've never flown before um the saving grace is you know you've guys all seen the 175 on this is it's an easy airplane to fly sure mm-hmm. it's not it, it's you can do the thing single pilot um and so the learning curve wasn't extreme it wasn't like it wasn't like flying an atr you know, yeah, it was like going backwards. It was like, oh, wow, this does this on its own. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, yeah. you know, I'll just go sit in the back for a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, that the course of learning, the course of studying, you know, obviously, you know, while I was flying to CRJ, I'm, you know, I'm learning the, the 175 at the same time. So, you know, you know, as I'm hitting switches and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a push button. Well, I don't even have to go up there anymore. You know, it's like, I would never mix intermix flows and procedures from the CRJ uh-huh. to the 175 because it was completely different. It wasn't the same at all, period. Um, th- this time around, um, I am a first officer becoming a captain. So while I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm still managing to learn what the captain's flows and the procedures and the items are while I'm doing my first officer checks and procedures and whatnot so that's gotcha. uh, that's um, a little bit of a of a different you know tone it's not impossible you know i mean sure. guys have been doing it since the late 70s it's not it's not impossible um but it is something that you know that could uh if you if you dwell on it too much if you if you begin to wait 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 you know and you, you really need to hone in those skills it could kind of bite you in the in the butt oh for sure um, later on when the time comes for you to take your test. So, um, but, uh, you know, the whole captain transition and whatnot for coming from, um, coming from the right seat to the left seat is, is really, is really, you know, a really simple nonchalant, uh, uh, process. Uh, hopefully now I'll prelude this, um, you should always have everybody else in mind before yourself. You know, um, uh. a wrong example is um, I'm not gonna point any fingers, but uh, you know, <laughs> you should never be the first person off the ship. <laughs> uh, um, you know, especially a cruise ship. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, he that man serving his time, so uh, you know, he sure what, is. Exactly. You know, but uh, but you know that that does mm-hmm. come to mind as far as the, the level of responsibility. Uh, granted, you have this level of responsibility as a first officer sitting in the right seat. You have uh, just amount of responsibility 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, but I guess the biggest change is that you know you're not signing for the you know the, the release the aircraft for the release. Yeah, you know, you know, so you know, if, you know, first officer can just you know go home and you know be in the car and the captain's still at the gate, still dealing with issues and paperwork. Um, so, Interesting. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of that 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 does happen, but uh, you know, for the most part, it's it's a pretty pretty uh, easy process. Um, um, like I said earlier, you know, you need to have everybody else's best interest. Um, right. You know, the same same as the military service before before self, um, and and that and that does one of two things to you that that makes you self-aware of the responsibilities you're about to get yourself into. Um, but it also instills a higher liberal confidence. You know, some of the things that you would do as a first officer, you would more likely never do as a captain. You know, sure. um, uh, maybe second guess yourself a little bit, you know, take the time to sit back and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm probably not comfortable with this and I'm going to I'm going to enunciate myself such. So I'm going to make sure everybody knows that I'm uncomfortable. You know, and then that's part of the CRM uh, later on down the road. But uh, um, uh, that is the, I think, the first place to start as uh, as if you are becoming a captain, mm -hmm. um, and some of the things that you want to start to think about uh, prior to prior to making the transition over to the left seat, um, and are you ready for that? You know, right um, uh, at the regionals, you know. Uh, we don't have a problem at the regionals, um, uh -huh. regional pilots, you know, I was there, I did it, I got through it. Um, I think there is a, a difference between regional, uh, responsibility for, uh, in global airline, uh, uh -huh. perspective, meaning, you know, Mesa doesn't create their own paychecks you know sure united gives them their own paycheck versus if you're mm -hmm. american you're a little bit more influential in the loop as far as you know dollar production and, and on-time performance and bonuses and what that so uh i think at the major level you're you're you you have that sense of oh i can actually make a difference mm -hmm. you know and at the regional level you're like mm, we can go 20 <laughs> minutes late you know? <laughs> <laughs> we still gonna get a paycheck, you know. You know, um, but uh, um, but you know that's one of the things that kind of trip a lot of people up going from regional captain to uh, captain to uh, you know major airline captain or 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 a larger aircraft captain too as well. Um, and, and and I'm gonna make it clear. The Airbus sucks as far as learning everything. Oh my <laughs> I mean, gosh! I mean, it, uh, so much it really, automation. It really does. Um, uh, and you know, and in a preface, a lot of a lot of spirits training. You know, uh, you know, I, I tend to knock on war, but you know, spirits training is reflective in their incident history. Mm. You know, if you if you look at Spirit Airlines in general. And statistically speaking, we should have already lost an aircraft. Mm -hmm. wow. And we haven't. We haven't lost a single passenger. We haven't lost a single aircraft. And I, and I, and I, I attribute that 
to the level of training, the level of responsibility, the level of focus that the entire pilot group has. Um, and so knowing that it's okay. So now I gotta, I gotta put up, I gotta make sure <laughs> that I'm just as, I'm just the same as everybody else that, that mm -hmm. has made this flawless record, um, uh, intact. Right. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, and, and, and that leads into, you know, a lot of the psychological warfare too, as well. It's like, man, you know, it could be a lot of pressure. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, those are th those are a couple things to kind of really, really take home from uh, responsibility aspect of, of a captain. Just just to slide in real quick, Rob. Um, so um, just bringing it back a little bit. Uh, I heard that you were mentioning uh, you mentioned quite a bit on time performance. Um, what uh, could you explain what sort of incentives the company provides to? uh the captain um in regards to ensuring that uh the aircraft leaves the blocks on time um zero <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so industry standard you know you're gonna you, you'll hear that a lot um it's what the entire aviation industry does mm -hmm. so so for instance in that scenario um on time bonus and performance rewards uh they they tend to have a global effect. So not only if we push back on time, you know, that leads to a number that's counted in a way that I really don't like. But sure. anywho, that's the way it is. Um, you know, 99% on time performance, you know, the company says, hey, we'll, we're going to give you $100, $100 uh, every quarter, every time we have a 99% uh, on time bonus mm -hmm. or on time on time aircraft or on time flight. Uh, so, you know, that, that's flight attendants, gate agents, reps, depending on, you know, if the, if that's, if they actually all work for the same company, you know, sure, uh, sure. but the pilots, gate attendants, flight attendants, uh, gate agents, flight attendants, rampers, uh, you know, everybody gets, everybody's part of the pie, you know, so that's hundred bucks, right in your pocket. Um, uh, and so, and so as a, as a captain, you know, the last five minutes of a flight is the worst time to, to deal with like anything. Like there's so much moving parts. I mean, you guys, you guys see it all the time when you're ready to push, you know, let your wife walk in and you're ready to push, you know, and, and, you, and you're on, you're on that sim, you know, you're like, I'm getting, yeah. you know, I got to call for a clearance. Like, hold on, man. Like, wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, let me, let me push, let me get in the air real quick. And, you know, and, and then so, come talk to me. Yeah. Just come talk to me, you know, and wait till you get to center and whatnot. So it's, 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 it's the same ideology as there's, there isn't so much influence or thought in, hey, we could make an extra hundred dollars if we push on time. Mm -hmm. The thought comes from, hey, all right, um, do our passengers hate leaving? late and getting on time and, and getting in late as well mm -hmm. you know so it's like hey you know let's let's hurry up let's let's get some things going let's get the ball rolling so we can get this flight out of here mm -hmm. you know that way the people in the back are satisfied because they've got stuff to do you know they've, mm -hmm. you know i mean everybody been on a flight when it's like wait a minute you said i'm supposed to be here at 2 30 and now it's like quarter after midnight like what <laughs> what happened how do we yeah. get here you know, yeah. so that does come into play. But as far as compensation, zilch, <laughs> it, we, it really doesn't come into play at all. It's, it's more or less, hey, we need to make the airline look good. Right. For sure. For sure. How do you balance that 
quest or desire to push back on time or even early or even just to get the flight there earlier on time without compromising safety. You know, you talked so much just a while ago about that pilot in command role. Um, like, how do you juggle the, the 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 dynamics between, hey, we want to make sure our passengers are happy and comfortable and they get there on time with let's make sure we're checking all the boxes to ensure that this flight is going to be a safe flight and by the book. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, uh, one word, and it's the easiest word is ignorance. You just have to, you have to realize that you're not in control. A lot mm. of the moving gears, yeah. like I've done it in the, past. I've, you know, if the flight's late and there's no rampers, I'm chucking bags primarily is because it's day four and I want to go home, and I, you know, and I'm in Tulsa, like, like, you know, it's nine 30 at night and I'm in Tulsa. I got to get down to Houston. And I'm like, where's, where's the, where's the ramper? Where's the ground crew? Where's the staffing? You'll be surprised how many you know? will not, how many, how many uh, drivers out there will not touch a bag, man. I, I've done it myself. Yeah, but hey, I thought you're not supposed to, isn't there like some union I mean, laws yeah, against that yeah, or whatever? Yes. I don't know. I know where I worked. You know, I mean, heck, the bags are like right back there, basically. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you you can always just, and a lot of times these little small outstations. I mean, nobody cared, man. Heck, a lot yeah. of times the same person who was loading the bags was also checking everybody in. So yeah. where I worked, they were still closing the flight out, so there was no one throwing bags. I mean, if it's like in a small small trip, you know, eight nine bags, heck, I'm oh, you throwing them in there, right? You know, because yeah. you got to go because to to Robert's point, if it's, it's all I mean, these these schedules are designed with precision. So if you're behind 30 minutes, then the passenger, you know, to the passenger, they're 30 minutes behind to wherever they're going. And if their flight leaves right. on time, you know, they may only have because you know how these flights are booked, you know, Mike, I mean, a lot of these. You know, sometimes what, maybe an hour in between, maybe sometimes forty-five minutes in between. Yeah, they're packed tight. You know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're they're tight. So, you know, in those situations, there, I mean, times of times of the essence. And I know where I worked. I mean, it just it really wasn't said, but I mean, you just you just did what you had to do. You know, yeah, to help to help move the process, so to speak. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Rob, I mean, step on you, but oh no, no, it's no, it's hundred percent, hundred percent accurate. Um. You know, it, it, it is a it is a, a functioning gear, but it's a, like a silly putty gear, you know, or you know, <laughs> it, it's, it it molds as it as it begins to spin, and um, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to do do what you have to do. I mean, at the regional level, yes, you know, yeah, you you it's a lot more easier because the, you know, the cargo, you know, the bin is relatively close you know with you know with the airbus in general you know we've got to get a belt loader and a yeah. open the door and it's like you know you're holding the door man and the thing's like ee! you know it's going forever. It's like dude like everything else is automatic in this plane why didn't they make the why automatic? like why should it be like come on french let's do this you know you're better come than that on, french. <laughs> so, oh man that's so cool. um but uh, yeah, zero zero ignorance. You know, you just have to sit back. You know, if if you got a delay, you got a delay. You know, uh, you know, ramp crew is is struggling to get bags from customs. You know, there's there's not, there's nothing we can do. You know, um, we can fly faster. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> that's right. where that's where we uh, 
that's where we we kind of really step in and the you know in the in the dollar shine but um at the gate you know when when things are going haywire you know we're sitting sitting in a little cubicle and there's there's absolutely no fuel shows up there's nothing i can do you know i can mm-hmm. i can make calls you know you know we usually do we usually make calls and say hey what's what's going on or Mm. Uh, you know, hey, hey, how uh, how much longer did you expect? Or just to give an informative, you know, briefing to the people in the back have no clue what the heck's going on. Right. And if they are paying attention to us, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, at least we can say, hey, this is what's happening. Here's what's going on, and then that makes people typically, you know, feel better. You know, Mr. I love your shirt, Hollywood. I need one like that. <laughs> I was just gonna say, let's let's <laughs> let's catch up to the chat, man. We got some oh. folks that just joined us. Mrs. Spur, hello. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for coming in, stopping by. Art Rodriguez, Chief. good to see you. Chief in the house. What's going on, Chief? We got, got Geo Spur Gaming. Oh my gosh, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Welcome, welcome. We got James Green uh, Vertical. What's going on, Vertical? Welcome, welcome. Green lights here uh man good people so those just joining we are live with uh uh mr robert aka hollywood aka adulting um one star for adulting uh spirit airlines pilot uh first officer transitioning to the captain's role and uh he's here sharing some of the uh the details and all of the uh the gory details uh, that goes into transitioning uh from the fo to the captain's chair i don't think that's something we hear all too often about in the flight sim community. So it's good to get that perspective. You mentioned, you know, Robert, there was one thing you mentioned about, you know, being in the right seat and learning, you know, continuing those flows and then obviously learning the captain's flow. Mm-hmm. One thing that just dawned on me when you look at the life or the career of, you know, a pilot going from student pilot all the way to captain of a triple seven you are fluctuating between pilot in command, first officer, second in command, pilot in command, first officer, your entire career almost. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't even really think about that until just now. Like, you know, you go from student pilot where your instructor is pilot in command and, you know, you get all your ratings and whatnot. You get your PPL even to start with. You're doing flights by yourself. You're taking friends. You're taking family, your PIC. And then you get the rest of your ratings and you go through ATP and all that jazz and everything else that you need to do. And then you get to the regionals. Finally, you're back in, in the FOC and you're no longer pilot in command. And then you become pilot in command and regionals and then you move on. It's just a lot of fluctuations. <laughs> How do you deal with that mental, I guess, fluctuation that goes on with like transitioning your mindset to, Hey, I'm FO versus, Hey, I'm pilot in command now like juggling and managing those responsibilities throughout your career without obviously, Hey, if I'm FO, I don't want to step on my captain, but you know, I've been a captain before at another level or pilot in command at another level. Like how, how do you juggle that? Yeah. So that's uh that's the sign of a, of a really good captain. Um, if you've ever flown with somebody where you're like, dang, I'm, I like the way you did that, man. I'm gonna go ahead and write that down real quick. You know, like, <laughs> dang, he did this too. Dang, that's really good. Those captains can be really good FOs, and they were really good FOs that became mm. really good captains. And yeah. so, uh, you know, going back from captain to FO, you know, I enjoyed it. I like being a lazy FO. Like that guy's getting paid more. <laughs> you know, like he's getting paid more. He's got one extra bar. He's got more responsibility. I don't. 
you know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, managing that it's, it's a, uh, it's an, it's a time game, you know, you know, based off of how we are now with the, the pilot shortage is already here. I don't know why they keep on saying that it's coming. Uh, Yeah. It's it's been here a while. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, you know that you're going to upgrade, you know, Mm. you know, it's coming. Now there's a fortunate few that just become career at first officers. There's nothing mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, it, the pay is decent and you know, it's the old adage. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. <laughs> um, but, uh, how you, how you would really deal with that is just, is just, uh, knowing your job, knowing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. Um, you know, the company gives out a, a list of responsibilities that you, you know you're supposed to be doing um and by the time you make it to this stage it's it's should be known you've come from another carrier or you've flown another aircraft or you know you've done something significant maybe come from the military that you know hey um i know what's expecting me out of being a first officer but man i once was a captain um but i'm not a captain no more hmm. you know this is not my aircraft this is not my to say i can influence it as much as i can but I, you know, I need to wake up and take a big slice of that humble pie and eat it. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of decisions that you think that you could have made, you you have a voice. You're a human being. You're an adult. You can announce it. Uh, but at the same token, it's like, OK, well, does he I would have ran. You know, you don't say I would have ran the checklist five minutes ago because, you know, <laughs> if it was me, uh, you know, I would have I would have easily stopped the aircraft. And it's like. You laugh, Bro. Mike, but there are some folks who are like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" In the flight deck, on the flight, the flight deck, deck man. yes, in the flight deck. Oh, and I'm I'm vocal, man, so it's really hard to shut me up. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it really is, man. You know, I I just I, I speak up when I need to, and, and oh, for sure, uh, it's that it, fine line, though. Like we've heard so many times, and not necessarily within the states, but you know, in other countries where. Like, you know, they really take that superiority complex to a whole nother level, even mm-hmm. in the flight deck where there have been accidents because the FO just didn't want to challenge the captain. Like, yeah. you got to yeah. walk that fine line between, hey, this guy's making a really bad call. I don't think it's a good idea versus I don't want to upstage the captain. Like, you know, that's I'm sure all of that kind of goes on uh, in your mind as well when you're going through those scenarios and, and, and working with someone on the flight deck. Yeah, it, it typically it typically does it, it it doesn't come to light, um, mm. and that's where the that's where they were trying to get with Colgan in fifteen hundred hours, where where mm. at least the the responsibility of leadership and or or having responsibilities in general um, would have proven itself to speak up in certain situations or scenarios to not allow the aircraft to get in a undesired state so Mm -hmm. so that's what they were trying to do but what we're seeing now is 1500 hours i mean hell at 250 hours i know jack cheese i (laughs) i had a job interview in 250 hours you know what i mean i was was like i was like i'm about to go find e-175 in 250 hours let's do it single commercial let's go you know know, but it's just still the same ideology is uh you know 
you you also from pay rate you also need to bring something to the table and that's where you know the pilot recruitment department needs to kind of, needs to you know well they do they do it everywhere but you know that's where they try to weed you out is here how how much how much knowledge and experience do you have to bring us to the table so we don't have to train you because airlines aren't going to teach you about class Broadway air sprays mm. you know you know, they, you know, yeah. nobody's gonna say, well, you know, you should have slowed down to 250 knots below 10. You did Wait, it. what? You know, no, yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> it's not 300. <laughs> I was saying 275. But... Uh, yeah, as fast, fast as I can. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, so that's that's kind of where the fine line is. Really, is is. Um, is where your experience level is and you know and i think you guys heard me say well how do i get experience right well you gotta get a job i was like well how do i get a job you gotta have more experience it's like well <laughs> i get more experience you gotta get a job it's like well, what the f-? <laughs> like where, where do you yeah. where do you where do you where's the end here uh so um nonetheless you know the uh the the roles tend to tend to uh become matched mm-hmm. uh Got you, know, it. you know captains do have a higher role that's you, you know it's a invisible bubble visible captain mm-hmm. bubble but yeah i mean you're sitting in the plane crm both of you are skilled aviators you, you're trainable uh so mm-hmm. yeah uh between the both of you there's isn't a cer- scenario or situation you can't get yourself out of mm-hmm. and so that's really where where at least for you know, my experience that, you know, the airlines try to hone in on right. Is, right. is, you know, getting these two, you know, the, getting egos to be squashed and getting these two to really focus on the on the goal. On the goal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Makes Absolutely. Makes sense. So you're here. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're getting ready for, you know, for that seat, Rob. I mean, what's. Yeah. What's going through your mind, man? It's like, you know, are you stressed? I just yeah, you know stressed. <laughs> stressed. Stressed. I mean, I don't know if you can you know, that's my that's my home over here. Oh no, yeah, I saw it. Airbus uh, cockpit. So I saw the flow diagram. It's it's you know, so I, I've been here with the company for four years and mm-hmm. um you know, my entire career uh has has kind of trained me to mold to this situation. Um, mm-hmm. So I understand what is expected out of me. So I understand what I need to do. I understand what I need to study. I, under, I understand what the goal is. Um, I can't say that's the same for most other pilots. Um, mm-hmm. For starters, um, the main reason why you upgrade is money. Like, Right. right. You know, nobody's turning down money, especially after, you know, <laughs> a global pandemic shutdown, you know. So uh but yeah, you know, it's a substantial pay increase. And um, you know, and, and if you guys are all wondering how much airline pilots make, it's all published online. You just type in how much does a Delta Airlines triple <laughs> seven captain make at seven years? Boom, yep, pops boom. up. You know, and it even gives you a little calculator what the take home monthly. Yep. You just take thirty percent off of that, done. You know, like, oh my god, I can make forty thousand dollars a month. Like, yeah, you can. <laughs> People don't realize that. Yeah, 
<laughs> you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, money's money's great uh, for me. You know, personally, it's just it's the quality of life. I I, yeah. I have never I've never seeked uh, I've never seeked uh, how you call it uh, the 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 edge to be in control all the time. I'm not. I'm getting paid regardless. I tell that to most of the captain I fly with. They ask me, hey, you want to fly first? I'm like, nope, I'm getting paid. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we put back, I don't care. <laughs> I, am, I am here to flip that gear for you. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, you know, but the, uh, the, the, the ultimate, you know, withdrawals from that is uh, scheduling. Um, currently, I am the bottom. I am the mm. most junior captain, or will be the most junior captain in the company. Right. <laughs> so, guess who is always working every holiday for the next couple years? Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's what that. That's what that comes with, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes with great power. Comes great responsibility. <laughs> great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so mentally, you know, uh, it was a long conversation with the missus. Like, hey, you remember before? You know, I was at uh, I was at a medium level when I when I transitioned over to 175, and this time was a little bit different. Um, uh, dealing with reserve, you know, and if none of you guys know what reserve is, it's basically a death sentence, oh. an airline death sentence, a prison, airline prison. I think that's what it <laughs> <laughs> that's what it really is. It's really a, not. It's, it's it is prison. It's you just basically at the whim of a whim of a of a fart basically because that's what it is man Uh airline says do it you how high Um, (laughs) but uh yeah you don't have a schedule you're on call you got to be within the airport you know and uh and i get kicked out of my domicile be based in detroit so uh you know currently you're gonna be based in detroit Detroit? Detroit. yeah wait what yeah man Yep. So, and I was based in Detroit before. I enjoy Detroit. Detroit, Detroit, yeah. Detroit trips are real nice, man. They're they're Cadillac, you know. You get Montego Bay overnights, man, and you know yeah. you get those long LA overnights and San Diego overnights. Man, Detroit's Cadillac. I, I enjoy. I enjoy. Oh, and is it direct from uh, Detroit to, uh, to Montego, Montego Bay? Oh yeah. Huh. Detroit, uh, I think they're doing San Juan as well. Uh, I don't know where Pretty else neat. we're going out of Detroit, but yeah, there you go. Detroit's all over the place. Yeah, I, I guess that uh, I I guess your perspective changes once you hit the big time, man. Because I know Detroit, <laughs> Detroit trips. Yeah, that's why I have yeah. to. No offense to anybody on from Detroit, by the way. I'm sorry, yeah. it's Johnny's yeah. fault. Hey. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, mean, I love my I love my people in the man. I got I got family in Detroit, but man, whew. yeah. There's no Muskegon flying for us. We don't do no Muskegon or Milwaukee or. You know, you know, it's usually, you know, the snowbirds. We do a lot of snowbird yeah. stuff. So oh, Detroit, yeah, Fort Myers or, you know, yeah, Detroit, Austin, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, I had a conversation with my wife and I said, you know, yes, you know, financially would be awesome based mm-hmm. of last year. You know, you guys remember I came off a 13 month leave. So I didn't That's work right. for 13 months. And, um, you know, and that kind of, I've been through one before and it, it, it kind of put me through a, a different phase. And, uh, and I'll say that, uh, uh, becoming a captain again 
You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to, like I said, I wanted to be a fat, dumb, lazy fo. You know, and I'm happy with it. But uh, at the same mm-hmm. token, it's like, okay, well, you know, what if this happens again? You know, right. You know, I was I was good. I was stable. I prepared for times like this. But mm-hmm. you know, if it happens multiple times, that's that's, that's scary. That's yeah. Scary. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, okay, well, better upgrade, right? You know, so mm-hmm. I'll be gone a little bit more. Um, uh, uh, additionally, with the with the downfall there too is uh, is uh, not only scheduling, but uh, uh, just just in general as far as moving from commuting again. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of people tend not to commute. Um, they don't. A lot of people do not upgrade until they're able to hold their domicile. Hold their domicile. Yeah. Got it. Um, and I chose not to do that. I chose. Mm-hmm. I chose. You know what? I'm just gonna be ride that bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, ride it till ride till the wheels fall wheels off. Fall off. Yep. Um, and a lot of the downturns is you know the what ifs, like oh man, what if we merge Delta, and this happened. <laughs> Right. This happened with Southwest. And I don't know if you guys know this, but, you know, uh-huh. when Southwest merged with AirTran, uh, when Southwest merged with AirTran, there was a lot of the AirTran captains that had to become FOs again. So uh, yep. it was really? it, it was they had to they had to pull all the pilots together and the, and the unions. I don't think Alpha, I don't think Alpha was AirTran. I got it. I don't I don't remember. But anywho, the unions will get in a fight like, hey, where do we play seniority? Mm. Right. And so yep. if something like that happens, which we're in that season, we're in the uh-huh. season of, of airlines doing really bad versus really good. I mean, really good. Yeah. They're still burning millions of dollars a day. So it's, oh. it's only inevitable <laughs> for the next couple of years that we might right. see you know, one or two, you know, intermingle. And, um, you know, it's so, you know, with, if that comes into light, it's like, okay, well, where do I sit as far as, uh, you know, at the at the bottom of the list, you know, I don't have much to play with, and the growth for Spirit is exponential. It's true. We got planes coming in every month for the next several months, so wow. You know, it's uh, you know, that, that translates to more pilots. But mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, what if something like that happens? You know, mm-hmm. and and that's a real scenario. It can happen, and I, and I think it it might happen. Not necessarily with us, but sure. uh, you know, it could. You know, and, yep. and where do I want to be? Do I want to be this really senior FO, love of my life, or, yep. you know, do I want to be captain for such and such? So, I'm not saying that that's a scenario that you know we all think about when we upgrade, but you know, it, it can't happen. It can't happen for sure. I know that. Uh, I know the Delta and the Northwest uh, merger. That was to me. It was literally. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. Really? You know, and I don't Northwest, that one too much. Northwest being just one of the the original. You know, and I mean. I'm, Growing up, I never thought, you know, that would be a reality up until, you know, hey, guys, you know, emerging, you know, and <laughs> boom, that was it. So, you know, to, to Robert's point, I mean, that's exactly what happened over there. And, oh, my Lord, you heard about it. I mean, every all the all the crew rooms, man, oh, they were lit. I mean, <laughs> there, there were a lot of, you know, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, you know, just for that reason, because they just, you know, just... <laughs> you know, yeah. for in terms of your seniority number, so yeah, it's it's, it's definitely reality. And the way the market's going now, I mean, it's it, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, just yeah. a matter of who. Yeah, just a matter of who. 
you know. <laughs> and I don't I don't control the company, so pfft, that, that leaves me where. <laughs> exactly. The glamorous and the not so glamorous. Yeah, for sure. Pilot life, man. For sure. But like you hear upgrading, you're like, oh my bad, Johnny. Go ahead, man. No, you're good, man. You're good. We're gonna say I was looking. I was at gonna you say like you hear you hear upgrading, you're like, oh, that's glamorous. Like that's awesome. You're gonna be you know pilot in command now. You're gonna be a captain and boom. Like yeah. there's some other things that are going to occur and some you know hurdles and and whatnot that you'll need to deal with for the foreseeable future uh but in the end you know what i mean it's, it's gonna get better and i think that's the ultimate goal got a bunch of questions sure, in here as yeah. well Ricky johnny there. i don't know if you want to start some of these but yeah yeah fly with ricky one of our patreon backers oh, shout out to rookie shout What's out rookie? to rookie i gotta come uh, out here plant some plant some dirt in that uh seven three <laughs> <laughs> Get a good laugh if an Airbus driver flying a seven three man. That's entertainment all day, all day. <laughs> yeah, y'all definitely on the street now. One, but he said you will right. be on. You will be reserved one month and then get a line the second month. No, it'll be reserved. So I'm I'm dead bottom. I'm bottom bottom. So <laughs> it'll be, and I still have you know several F current FOs that'll they'll trickle in. So I still have people that's gonna you know continue to bring me down. Uh, yeah. So my projection is what I think I'll be off of reserve is maybe fall, mm -hmm. you know, August, September well, next year. Wow. Yeah, next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be on reserve. It's, it's, you know, reserve is fantastic. Let me reserve is fantastic. If you're a senior B, you have to be in domicile and then see if you're, if you, if you don't want to work, uh, you know, because, you know, if you're in domicile and you're on reserve, you can you can still have a life. You don't mm -hmm. work. Uh, there's been points of times where I didn't work for like three or four months, and then they had to schedule me to come back in and get my landings. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know you need your ten takeoff tonight. Yeah. So yeah. I need you know I need to do some landings and do some approaches. So I got to go back to sim. You know, and that's what mm. reserve life really traditionally is. If you're senior, if you're junior reserve, you, you know. Hey, I got a, I got a trip for you, you know, type deal. So, um, you know, reserve is really nice if you if you can afford to do the the, the, the do it the right way. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, in terms of like your, you know, um, during the upgrade process, um, are there any, um, you know, are there, is there any difference in training as far as the uh, as far as your sim time is concerned? I mean, do they start implementing different procedures for that? Uh, no, it's, it's shortened. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's one of the things too, is if you're, if you're, if you're already typed in the aircraft, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's great. If you come, if you come from like Avianca and you're just like, oh man, I'm going to work for United on the Airbus, you know, they love that. So you got Airbus right. time, you know, mm -hmm. so you're training, you still have to go with the footprint, but you're training, you know, you don't have to do certain amount of things later on. Um, you already have time it. in the aircraft. Um, and 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 it's per seat. So if you've got mm -hmm. PIC time in an Airbus, you know you can, you know you can bypass a couple of other additional things. I didn't come mm -hmm. with Airbus time, um, so you know I have to go through the, you know the whole kit and boodle we have. So our structure, uh, I don't know if I can. Yeah, try. Let's yeah, see. Let's see if we get a uh, yeah. The, share screen. Yeah, share share screen there. Yep. 
While Robert's doing that, welcome all. Thanks uh, for those of you just joining. We've got Robert, a.k.a. Hollywood, on uh, Spirit Airlines FO, soon to be captain, walking us through kind of what that experience looks like. Uh, we're also trying a, uh, a new software this time around, so forgive us if there are any issues with echo or stutters or anything, um, but we are streaming to all of our outlets, uh, Twitch, uh, the YouTube channels for both uh, Johnny and I, and... Um, We'll add the Facebook uh, next time around. So you appreciate guys you guys for being here. Yeah, we got it now. Okay. Um, so here's just like a little curriculum. So I'll preface, I'll preface the captain upgrade. Um, there is nothing that they teach you. And you always want to go into your captain upgrade with that mentality. Mm-hmm. Especially even at the airlines. Airlines are not going to teach you how a jet engine works. It works. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they're they're you're supposed to come with a level of knowledge and especially at that time, which which, again, that maybe I'll talk about a, a little bit later. If somebody remind me about why you shouldn't upgrade um, as far as at the regional level um, and some of the things where I really need to, to do to prepare myself to get to upgrade uh, mentally. Like the, there's, there's a couple things that I did, but, uh, you know, I start with this, uh, you know, you know, they have an allotted amount of time. And basically, it's only two, two and a half weeks. Um, wow. Spirits training is a little bit different than the other industries. Uh, the other industries training does have uh, does have a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit more girth to it. Um, but as I said earlier, you know, our, uh, you know, our level of of uh, uh, of determination and our pilots are like extreme you know they're they're on it um uh so you know they'll sit us down they'll go through you know two three days of ground we'll talk about company manuals fars you know and, and what they mean by mm-hmm. fars uh you know i'm not talking about 91 175 we'll, we'll, we'll talk they'll 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 brief into it but we can do cat three landings so uh-huh. technically we don't need to see the runway so uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so that that gets a little irrelevant later on, but, um, you know, by far as what they mean is, Hey, you know, secondary alternates, you know, uh, I've had the guilty pleasure of using the exemption 3585, just a handful amount of times where we needed a secondary alternate flew diverted to the secondary alternate and diverted back to the origin. Wow. That's another story. Wow. My Denver Montrose Gunnison, blowing dust yeah we're gonna cover that one later for sure yeah, 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 just, that 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 led me if if i if i've ever said it that led me to me saying i will never do a circle to land in, a, in an airliner i will divert every single time <laughs> if it's not like if it's not vfr i won't do it man i don't like taking well i don't like taking those on, 172, on the 172 <laughs> much less yeah, right the airline. lord never again and not worth it so um <laughs> Uh, you know, so they'll go through, you know, some of that far stuff, uh, ground maintenance manual, MEL, aircraft law book. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of things in the sim community that we don't do in the sim community that we do in the in the real world, you know, and that's just paperwork, paperwork, wow. paperwork, paperwork. Sim brief mm-hmm. does a really good job of, of, of you know, getting Push, paperwork. Bringing all that together. Yeah. Consolidated. You know, but like, mm-hmm. like when you deal with MELs, like, you know, one of my other emergencies is I had a, I had in the 175. Yeah. This is, this is the weirdest thing. I had a, uh, a bleed, uh, engine to bleed MEL. So, you know, Oh, 
So a lot of the a lot of the duck pressure that we get from the engine, it gets rerouted to different parts of the aircraft, mm-hmm. and that part, the the ducting work was you know shut off basically. Mm. And um, we get up in in, in flight twenty one thousand feet. I was flying with Richard, and and uh, I get bleed air leak. So basically, the leading edge of the plane was on fire. Um, mm-hmm. Once that happens, we depressurize. So I had a fire and a depressurization, had to return back to Salt Lake. Uh, we actually wow. found our masks, which was the wow. most craziest thing ever. <laughs> was you that know. your first time? Uh, doing no, it, it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't. No, okay. it wasn't the, the first time. But it was. It was. You know, it was Richard's first time. Richard was. Richard handled it like a champ too. But he was like, "What the hell were you?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, you know, it wasn't a rapid deep, you know, the, oh, okay, uh, okay. the ram air, you know, rammer valves underneath the aircraft, you know, they, they did their job and the outflow valve, outflow did its valve. job and whatnot, but you know, we still got cab out high, you know, mm. yeah, you um, get that, you know, yeah, you know, and so, you know, so that was, that was in the result. If we never had the MEL, if we never had the MEL, none of that would happen. So, you know, when the MEL happens on an aircraft, there are some other components that do not work. And so, you know, at the gate, you're going to have to decipher that. Granted, we only got like 45 minutes to do that, but to do that, you have to mm-hmm. decipher that like, oh, my gosh, if if this computer is not working, if something else happens, what else do I lose? Mm-hmm. And so and so they're not going to teach you that you're going to have to bring that to the table to the table based off of. Based off of you sitting in the right seat for X amount of years, mind you, granted, I say minimum of two to three years in 50 to 65% of the destinations that the company offers. Period. Flat out. Mm-hmm. Do not upgrade below that. Before that. Don't take it. it. Mm-hmm. it don't, don't do it because you're going to get yourself in a world. Oh, yeah, I've never been into Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your quality command. <laughs> LAX, where's that? Go, thank you. Go, go, home. go home. You know, um, you know, going on the list, meteorology, de-icing, anti-icing. They're really big on de-icing, anti-icing. For sure. Um, you know, Spirit really doesn't fly to any winter cities, so uh, they've never had the pleasure of going to Fort McMurray, Canada, in, in de-icing. That's fun. Um, you guys never caught up, got caught up in Chicago with some, there, there is. Yeah. We get, we get the, 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 the typical, you know, upper, oh, the icing, but not like the hardcore, you some severe, hardcore guy. Yeah. 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 That level, that really thick fluid that they put yeah. on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not this guy. I'm calling it sick. So do, you know, some emergency training. And so, you know, and so just those couple bullet points in the beginning, you know, we spend not, we, you know, a lot of it we don't spend six hours talking about, but, you know, we'll spend some time talking about a lot of things that come up on the line and some gotchas that happen to other crew members and whatnot, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of get the ball rolling. So those couple first bullet points, that's a severe amount of knowledge. You think about it, you know, you know, a lot of a lot of airlines are currently looking for pilots with 4000 hours of flight time. Mm-hmm. Four thousand hours. Half of the stuff that's in these points, you'll never do. Some guys have never diverted in their career. Oh, for sure. I believe, I believe that. You know, mm-hmm. and so when you divert to an offline, you know, I diverted. I did a single engine turn. You used to do them for Great Lakes. We did single engine turns all the time, but I did a single engine turn in a jet. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, as a crew member in general, you have a running engine with 
people moving around that moving one around occasion. It. Yep. And you know, and so I was very afraid to move my hand from the from the idle cutoff. Like I'm like I told I told him I was like, yo, bro, I'm not moving. Like <laughs> and, and if we do move, your hand better be here because I'm not what sucking is, up somebody. What's the purpose of that? Just to save time? No, what ends up happening is if you go to some of these stations, outstations, like, mm-hmm. so we diverted to Laramie, which I've been Laramie, Wyoming all the time with Great Lakes, but uh, we diverted to Laramie and they didn't have, they didn't have ground power and they didn't have an air start. Uh, we had an in-op APU, so oh, we had to use well, a yeah, ground power. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, I have a choice. Yeah, you have a choice. Yeah, we can't shut down the engine to, to get it restarted. Was we're you know SOL. So yep. Uh, so that's, that's like, you know, and this is years of me going through this experience is had I never gone through that, you could figure it out. There's uh-huh. manuals. You have manuals like, Hey, you know, they don't highlight like, Hey, what to do, how, to, Hey, if you have step a happen, see step C, there mm-hmm. isn't like a pilot's captain's guide for dummies. You know, you really <laughs> got to kind of like think about it and then also, you know, use your other crew members, you know, or maybe get on the chat, you know, there's. There's chats that we have, you know, I see guys in there, they talk like, hey, you know, do you guys remember this? Because, you know, you have a brain fart. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you, know, like, hey, you guys remember this? Do you need this? You know, and, you know, that that usually gets a lot of people out of certain situations. But, you know, just those, like I said, those first bullet points is just a lot of a lot of information, a lot of info that that never gets like fully in depth cover. So, you know, if you guys ask me, you know, you know, what am I doing? I'm like, I have to. Make sure that I I know it how the company wants it, mm-hmm. um, and so and so going through all those things, we have a flight ops manual, and you know I need to know that like this in the back of my hand, um, yep. especially Jeez, going to other countries, um, mm. and that's a and that's another thing you know we go down to Lima, Peru, it's like you know it's you know we're <laughs> we're on the other side of the planet, literally the other side of the planet, so <laughs> um, you know. We need to make sure that I can get us out of there easily, you know, easily, safely. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, emergency training, you know, we will go through. We'll we'll put out a fire, you know, or a simulated fire, which you know, uh, Johnny, you remember? <laughs> they're not doing live fires anymore. So they used to back in the day. They used to have us put out a real fire, like really. You know, <laughs> they start a real fire and have us put it out. Well. Not anymore. It's a simulated fire. So you mean on board? Or are we talking engine fire? Uh, no, no. Or this is. A, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this is cabin, just a mock cabin. Uh, just a just a regular. Hey, this is how you put out a fire in general. Okay, like, so got they'll, it. They'll have a the pass method or whatever. Yeah, yeah. pass. Mm-hmm. You know, point squeeze and spray. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you know, you'll, you'll do that. You know, and you know, so that's what that kind of emergency training and emergency drills. You know, yes. Contrary to a lot of flight attendants, we do know how to open the main cabin door. Probably <laughs> not accurately, because I see pilots <laughs> slides all the time. <laughs> you know, but it's easy to do, man. You know, it's like monkey see, monkey do. You know, yeah. you watch a flight attendant, they flat, you know, they open that door real quick, and you're like, oh, I got this flat, and then <laughs> you know, like it's like, oh, no, you know, and then down the chief pilot's off and explain why you didn't read the bar so um yeah but you know we do a lot of drills for that you know we go down the slide um we just had a set aircraft do a rejected takeoff not too long ago and you know they deployed the slides and uh you know 747 slide with the nose gear collapse that i mean that's 
that's so high, and I couldn't imagine going down that slide. That's like Lord. You look down, and this thing's like blowing as it, you know, <laughs> you know. It's like you want me to go down that? I might as well just jump. Jump. <laughs> Why can't I go out the front? <laughs> yeah. So we'll do that. We'll go down the slide. You know, we'll do a lot of security training, aircraft system training. So eight hours. You know, you guys have flown the Airbus on the sim, right? You know. Yeah. You know, turn those failures on, and see if you can work through them. And it, and, I got and the way that, one last week, man, the way that it you all sure goes did. Down, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it goes down, and you've seen, you know, V one do his his failures and whatnot, man. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just like it's it's a lot of information that happens really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you're doing it himself, you know, and in real life, you got yeah, you'd have someone uh, helping hand. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, we'll go through uh, hazmat, which, uh, you know, we don't really carry hazmat. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really have to worry about that. But uh, uh, leadership training, mm-hmm. uh, leadership For training sure. is a <clears throat> leadership training is a little a, a little different. You know, they airlines will teach you because you have a lot of people that have never had a secondary job. Mm. Right. So you've got a lot of crew members that have never worked at Target. Have never mm. had a Mickey D's job or have never right. had a graveyard shift, man. So you, you know they're like out of touch with the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So with that translate mm-hmm. into responsibility, you know, you you know something might come out of their mouth like, "Oh, well, you don't have five dollars, you can't buy it yourself." Like, mother, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go talk to me like that, you know? Like, how dare you? So, uh. You know, the, the airlines have to provide some sort of, hey, look, you're you are bigger than yourself type training. And, mm-hmm. and that just consists of, you know, a lot of psychological stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to treat other people, how to how to conduct yourself, you know, mm-hmm. grooming standards, which I, I pray we can start to grow like a little beard, you know, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard some of them. Some of them are allowing it. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. some of them. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it's... so this would be a no go. Even these little chops, it's a no go. I get. How do I get back? To <laughs> With the good eye. With the good eye. That's why. That's why Johnny's still uh, so clean shaven. Yeah, man. Plans, it's you know, habit. Well, that is a habit. That in ten yeah. years, from ten years in your army, do it to you. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And you know and that's what that's where it comes from. So a lot of, if I can rewind, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but no. So how okay. you get selected as a captain, right? Um, back in the day, it used to be you would going through this panel interview. You know, you'd have as your chief pilot, you'd have a couple other your peers, and they would do it militant style because that's where all the pilots were coming from. They were coming from oh, the military. Yeah. Didn't yeah. have us off the street coming in, you know, they had to, it's like, okay, well, this is what we know, you know, like for like the NCO board or something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as of the nineties and, you know, late eighties, you know, there was a trickle of pilots coming in from all over, you know, you had pilots coming from, you know, other countries and whatnot. And, um, and so typically how it happens is if your seniority uh, is able to, uh, is able to allow you to move on to the left seat. Uh, and the company puts out an opening and they put out an opening, you know, every month and says, Hey, look, we need 24 captains. We need 48 FO. 
this certain different domiciles, et cetera, et cetera. And if your number aligns up with that, then you just simply walk right into it. Mm. There isn't really anything, anything else to that outside mm. of, uh, outside of just show up for class, you know, so they'll send you a whole bunch of emails saying, show up for class. Here's what you expect out of you. Don't fail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so there, there isn't a letter recommendation. There isn't a, a, uh, evaluation. They will call and verify your, your total hours and your flight time and your experience just for, to check the box through ATP standards. Um, right. you know, you need about a thousand hours of, thousand hours of uh i think uh 121 time in the aircraft itself mm-hmm. um, and i think you need 2500 hours uh in, in total to get to the left seat uh, and there's some other stuff that's there too as well but i think that's the bulk number and you know, mm-hmm. somebody might uh, somebody might uh uh you know quote me on that one but um for the most part uh it's really seamless you don't have to do anything but just show up uh the the downer side to that is you know obviously if you're not ready for it and then the failure rate so at great lakes the failure rate for captains was like five to one like for every five pilots that went through one of them was failing seriously yeah yeah i mean great lakes was really tough you know sky west wasn't that much i mean uh you know i'd say like you know 200 to one it wasn't it really, really that that bad uh spirit is really the same way and, and across the board in general you will never hear from another pilot hey i screwed up like and, and google it search every youtube video you will never see you'll never see a video saying hey i screwed up my captain upgrade train and i failed or i screwed That's up my 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 airline my airline interview and I failed. You might see one or two of those, right? Um, you know, or or, or hey, man, man. I failed my recurrent training. Yeah. Uh, but they happen. They happen. They happen yeah. more frequent than than not. And one of the reasons why is you know you become a fat, dumb, lazy fo like myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know you get into the, the cycle of just repetitiveness going through the motions yeah yeah you know you'll do this you'll you won't even look at the button you just like you know you you know it's there you know it's like being in vr you know (laughs) know you know it's there you know um but uh uh you know so and that and that becomes a ding so they changed it a little bit now um three strikes you're out you got three strikes and i'm talking about end of your career Right. So if you have three failures in any 121 environment, you're out of the 121 world. So it's not like it's not not like airline specific. No, 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 it's not. You you can't be slick and be like, oh, man, I screwed up for Frontier. Oh, I got this. I got (laughs) this sweet Delta you, you know, next week and you chuck up a deuce of Delta, (laughs) you know. Yeah, and, that's, you know, that's strike two. You know, and three failures. Two. You mean recurrent training or just like anything? Any, anything. anything. It used to be recurrent. Okay. It used to be. It used to be that, but now it's any training event. So, wow. So and, come correct. If <laughs> or don't come at all. <laughs> well, it's it's a big deal because if you're 21, 
and you have your first airline job, you know, you've got 40 plus years of you not screwing up three times. Wow. So, you know, by Bot the second reset one, on that thing is your mm, entire career. That's it. Oh, man. Is that an FAA reg or what? FAA reg. Because see what's happening. I'll tell you how that, why that came about. Yeah. There was a there was an incident. I'm not going to mention getting into specifics, but on, on it was actually it was on the show Air Disasters, but um, and I think this has happened overseas as well, where you'll have a particular individual who either they had training issues or they just weren't trainable, um, you know, just barely, you know, barely met the cut, but they just constantly, you know, had to get retrained. Well, they get into a situation, and then there's an incident. And then, of course, you know, first thing they do after they that do. toxicology test, boom, mm-hmm. they go back, hey, yeah. go to the company, go through the training records. And there's like, you know, I mean, this guy was in high school, had like a 2.0 GPA or something. You know, like there's so many black marks on there, you know, mm-hmm. until, you know, it's like, wow, this guy shouldn't even been behind an airplane, you know, been behind the seat, you know, been behind the seat of a school bus, much less an airplane. So... <laughs> You know, that's it, it, it happened. So that shortly thereafter, that's when you gotcha. know you start make you know that the one twenty one rules start to become more of a you know global thing rather than just airline specific because this particular individual just jumped companies like, you know, hey, let me just go up go up the street to, you know, like uh like Rob was saying. So mm. yeah, it's you know, but you 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 know, just you really drove it home though, Rob. I mean, forty years. And you only got three opportunities to not screw up. Yeah. And some guys are out there that have already on strike two. And it's like, you know, so there's a lot of points of time where you're like, man, how come you're not leaving the regionals? Like, oh, man, you know, Delta's hiring. Like, why are you? Why are you still here at Republic? Like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like I said earlier, is you'll never see a video out there saying, hey, I screwed this up and this is how I did it. And this is why you won't see that. It's, mm-hmm. One, because we're all pilots. We're we're line goal oriented people. So if we fail. We fail in life, like mm-hmm. everything, like the whole period. shoulders, you know, everything's up on your shoulders uh, yep. for, for for this job in particular. You know, back then it was we didn't have you know airlines calling us or no interviews like i i remember john you remember man it was like you couldn't find a job you can get an airline <laughs> job it was like, it was like Ooh, i'm stuck struggle. at this stuck at this 19 seater piece of pos <laughs> oh metro line you know, man, thing stinks that I yeah you, know, you, you get up you get up and you you know you know this fo sweats a lot and you get in the seat after, and you got to put down paper towels. Like, God, disgusting. And you're there for you know six, seven years. You know, so um, nowadays, no, you don't. You don't have to worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's uh, you know, it, it's really, it's really, it's really a good opportunity for for young aviators right now. Is your job is promised? Um, oh yeah. Uh, without any real struggle. Um, but uh, like I said, you know, besides that point here, um, um, uh, leadership training, you know, that's that's really, uh, hey, check yourself, check others, right. and uh, you know, make sure that that uh, you are not as type A as what you think people 
don't think about you, or maybe that didn't come out right. But don't be don't be an a hole, right? Yep. Um, right. You know. Um, <clears throat> so the flight training portion of it, I wish. How do I get back to that window? Let's see. Um, yeah, so the flight training portion of it is really minimal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a flight training device, which our flight training device, Johnny, you're gonna love this man, you're gonna love this brother. We're not doing paper tigers, like, this is what this really? thing back here is a paper <laughs> tiger. So, you can imagine back in the day, we had to, uh, we had to, uh, use this, use this, you and your, your sim mate was sitting yep. at the wall, looking at like. The wall. Looking like something's an idiot. wrong with you. Yep. <laughs> you Seriously. And you, you, yeah, bro. <laughs> no was, you know, it was, <laughs> so, oh, you, you're working through your flows. You're working through your, you know, you're working through your procedures, and you're working through everything on that on the wall. You know, pressing it. So that's why mine's up there because uh, the law, the law of primacy. You know, it's harder to unteach yep. than to teach. So I remember this. Um, but now we have basically the level D. Simulator, really? and it just not on motion, and we get in there. We have the Airbus stick. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all and, like uh, on uh, on 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 screens, right? It, on yeah, monitors, it's identical to, and whatnot. Yeah. It's identical to fire rookies. Wow, just, you know, and just at that level, and you know, and we get in there. We can run failures. We can run checklists. We can run, run everything. Checklist. So, really? so uh, you know, so we only have. 20 hours of flight time now sure uh, you, you see down there it says four hours of ftd and full flight simulators we simulator. have yep. 12 hours between two people so it'd be six hours a person including the oh, check ride which is which it. is so we only have about two sim sessions to get ready to become a captain really yeah so Ooh. it's they're not you're gonna go through v1 cuts uh uh, wow. We we want cut stalls, steep turns, stalls, steep turns, which is the wildest thing. It's like who goes and does a steep turn anyway? Whatever. Three twenty run. They're like, watch this. <laughs> Send it. You guys really do steep turns as part of uh, the well, check ride? Well, we do them. We do them in uh, alternate law. Oh, oh okay. Okay. yeah. Okay. So. You know, so we'll, we'll just to get the mechanics down of hey, how this gotcha. feels making an airplane, and whatnot. Like you don't, you got to trim. It's like, man, am I flying a Boeing? Like, what the hell is this? What are <laughs> touching this thing for? You know? Uh, wow. But, uh, yeah. So you know, we'll do that. Um, uh, very rarely will you do a wind shear escape maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you'll do some sort of failure. You know. Uh, um, and it'll usually tie in with the V1 cut, like you'll have to put out the fire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for the most part, it's all written down. It's like, hey, here's what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna do. You know, and then you know, it's so like so the other half to that is it's it's FO and FO. Oh. So you know, um, meaning you gotta go up. Again. It's two FOs. Or yeah, becoming captains. Become a oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Got, it. Got it. For okay. regular recurrent, we're not AQP, which you know I'll go into it a little later. It's advanced qualification protocol, or it's basically a standardized recurrent training that the airlines can group together, captain and FO, mm-hmm. and then they'll go out and they'll train together. Well, we're not. So mm-hmm. when I go back to recurrent, it's FO and FO. 
So one of the reasons why a captain upgrade becomes a little bit easier is because mm-hmm. when you become a new hire at Spirit, you have to know the captain's flows and the FO's flows as a new hire. So a lot of people wash out because they're like, I got hired as an FO. Why am I knowing captain's flows? It's like, well, hey, man. Hey, yeah. Um, (laughs) So, so, yes, that stuff never leaves. So initially, yes, you know, they always say, hey, train, we train captains. We don't train first officers, which is true. That's true. Yeah. I like that. that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, uh, it's just, you know, when you get on the line, it's like you forget all that stuff. Like, yeah. You you go over there, touch your buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I, can, uh, I can appreciate that, though. I mean, learning both aspects of the of the flight deck, left and right seat. You know, I think that would be a real good, you know, just you know, process. That I think a lot of air carriers should should adopt if they're not adopting it already. Yeah, so. yeah. You you got a lot of pushback from the pilot community. You know, they're like, I oh, don't. You're making it paid for that. You know, that's the first thing you're going to say. <laughs> you get paid for that, you know? It's like, it's not my contract. <laughs> um, you know, it, uh, so that's a different dynamic, too, is, you know, uh, you're, you're with another FO becoming a captain, and you still have to remember your FO flows because when you're sitting seat support for this guy when his check ride, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want to be the dummy because, you know, mm-hmm. and this has happened to me. So I've watched, I've watched failures happen i've been in sim sessions where my sim partner failed and it's horrible it's mm. the worst thing in the world man you know to get through all this training and then you you, you know and you don't get your airline job it's just like you know like yeah, yeah it's but, worst worst thing ever for sure um, but you don't want to you know the scenario still plays so for instance if he calls gear up and i don't put the gear up you know and we for some strange reason, exceed the speed, speed. limitation. Mm-hmm. For, it's on him. Really? It's on him. Oh, because mm-hmm. he's acting PIC. PIC. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's still a revolving, revolving. And then you know they'll debrief and say, "Dude, why did you slow? The, why did you take control of the aircraft? Who, who's flying? Mm-hmm. Who's flying? You know." So uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, "Well, what do you think happens on the line, man? You know, you're flying with a brand new FO." They freezes or something. They, they, yeah, they freeze. They, you know, they, they're human. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so you know that that full flight sim, there is no room for error. You know, six hours mm-hmm. plus a check ride. We get two sim sessions. That's it for for just to just to get used to things failing because on the line things don't fail as much as mm-hmm. the company wants them to in training. Um, but uh, you know, they're just stuff noises, loud noises all the time in the sim. <laughs> And uh, and then so then the line oriented LOE flight, it's just a live flight. So we'll do, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Seattle to Portland or, or we'll do LA to Vegas or some s- small flight. And they'll have like a flight in flight emergency. You know, mm-hmm. They'll say, you know, hey, Gen 2 off, you know, Gen 2 fail. All right, cool. Real simple. Start the APU. Mm-hmm. Um, reset it. See if we can, you know. Um, and then and then go about our business and land. Write it up when we get on the ground. Inform maintenance. You know, nothing mm-hmm. real too too big. There isn't any like rapid de- depressurization. It's just a small small thing. You know, some 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 people will you know fail the 
localizer antenna or something like that. You know, like some weird sure. minuscule thing. You know, but it happens. They want to see how we, you know, how we work, work the problem. Work the problem right, you know, right. right there. And then, uh, and and then uh, the OE, the little OE man. That's uh, OE is the OJ man. OE's uh, <laughs> OE's it. So each carrier does uh, initial operating experience, or initial operating experience, or IOE, which is when you get hired for your airline. Mm-hmm. And then once you're already established and become a captain or or a different role because you know, you become a chief pilot or whatever, you have some operating experience. Uh, it's 25 hours, and then they release you to the line. <laughs> right. So 25 hours is basically two four days. Two four if days, that. if that, yeah, depending uh, on how you're running. Yeah, we can do <laughs> one four day, and then a uh, and a and a and a local or out back or, you know, um, but one of those trips has for us has to include a international destination, either Barranquilla, mm. Barranquilla or Bogota. Oh, yeah. So more than likely, I got to go down to Bogota uh, since I haven't done it in a while. Um, oh wow. Um. And so, and so, now that's Bogota's not bad. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's when things it's when it's hot and hot in the summer, and Bogota mm. doesn't like hot high heat. Um, there's been a lot of uh, the Airbus doesn't like turning high humidity, high altitude, in dirty configurations with mm-hmm. winds. It, it it doesn't like it. You know, next time mm-hmm. you're in the sim, go down there and fly the RNAV into Bogota. It's just so much you try you that. Have to, you have to do. Um, you slow down before the VOR, go down, you have to do the mental math. Like, mm-hmm. man, you know, where am I going to be at? Because three degree glide slope in an Airbus, they can do it all day. Mm-hmm. But when you get to like 3.3 or 3.5, or mm-hmm. in some cases even four, it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Like physically, like, and if you don't, you know, if you're at 180 knots, it's fine, you know. But if you're at 210 knots, or you're even worse, 250 knots, Lord. she ain't, she ain't um, want to slow down. No, ain't no way. Yeah, ain't no way. It won't slow down in a three degree glide slope. Nope. And it, and uh-uh. it just, it's just not happening. So, you know, so you can only imagine, you know, guys go in there and they never gone in there and. They make Ooh, that mistake thinking it's that. Yeah. Chicago and it's, you know, not too many places <laughs> to go around. It's like, you know, and the go around yeah. procedure is a little complex as well. And Lord, um, Baron Kia, I think is the same way. It's got, you know, complex RNAV, but uh, that's just a FAA requirement for us to do mm-hmm. an international checkout. Um, and so, you know, so we'll do that. And then uh, we get put on high mins uh, once we get released to line. So, uh, there are s- certain amount of things that we can't do. Can't uh, do. We have mm-hmm. we have to increase the visibility and the the ceiling by 100 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can imagine flying. SoCal just had some some nasty marine layer, and if I'm a high man's captain, guess what? We're diverting because I diverting. can't I can't do a captain's landing. How long is that in effect for? Um, as as soon as I get a hundred hours. So I need okay. 100 hours within 120 days of my of my uh, upgrade. Check right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So wow. Uh, that'll that'll you know, and it goes by really quick. You can get 100 hours in a month if you're, you know, and it's block time. It's not 
that's not like skin. oh it's block it's not okay yeah so it. you push back and then so company tries to like no 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 it's 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 scheduled time it's like no no i actually didn't fly while you sat me here for two hours at the gate <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> so, um, wow for the, for the most part you know that's it now that's not a lot it it is really you know, for the preparation and the mental game is not a lot at all. It's, it's really, how am I going to make sure that I don't really botch this, Uh um, in the systems and the whatnot, you know, uh, you know, you guys see me on the chat and I'm all there, you know, (laughs) so so you'll never, you'll never guess what I have here. Look at that. Wow. In you know, and I'm I'm physically practicing. So, for instance, I you know man, fight sim is oh I love fight sim. Um, uh, you know, we never had this opportunity, man. And I started in the 2000, man. Like man, no unheard labs. of. <laughs> no labs, man. No labs, man. You know, Nothing. Once, and it's just like now, it's like you got no excuse. Like no excuse. Like you know, you 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 should know. And so I'm using this to my advantage. Absolutely. You know, because I have two sim sessions to get used to flying the Airbus stick left-handed. That's you know, the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, You're going from right to left, man. And it, it, it's not bad. It, it, mm-hmm. It's it's really not bad. Um, it's your sight pictures off, but you sight know, pictures different. You know, you know, and I've done it every time that I go back into the sim. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we have a sitting left seat, but we don't ever actually get the opportunity to fly. So we, we you know, we do the automation. We'll do a cat three and mm-hmm. you know some sort of miss, but there yeah, isn't no hey, time. Yeah, there isn't. Yeah, so. So for me to rely on just two days of beating the hell out of me when things are, you know, exploding, basically, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather sit here and do this and get myself mentally That's ready. With mentally the, ready. Absolutely. You know, the nuances of flying from left seat. So, you know, so, yeah, I've been ambidextrous, if you will. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, and you'll see you'll see more and more captains do this so i think b1 made this stream the other day he was like i gotta stop flying with this because i gotta and it's true it's true it's it's really true that you will transition a lot of your bad habits from the sim to the real airplane if you don't tell folks yeah yeah it it really is and it's so funny how that you know we've never had to experience that um you know and i remember i remember when i was in the sim and and you know we were just goofing around one day and i remember it was a crj and i think we were coming to orange county we we're coming to some so okay, i was a lead long beach i think it was and we were really high and we we're just goofing around right and I started to side slip the aircraft, <laughs> and the guys look at me. He's like, "Oh, he's slide slipping it." Like I'm like, "Wait, we can we can do this, right?" Because one, I've never been taught that. I've never been right. taught. I've never been taught to slide slip a jet, a swept wing aircraft. Yeah, nobody tells you. you know? that. <laughs> so it's like they didn't say, I, I didn't read it in the manual anywhere. It doesn't say it in the AFM anywhere. It doesn't say that I can't do it. Right. 
and then he was you know and this service director was like um uh service director was like hey you know you can't side slip a sucking <laughs> aircraft right and i'm like we did it you know like we did it. <laughs> and, and so like to this day i i won't side because i understand it a little bit more better now like the aerodynamics like mm-hmm. yeah you'll actually do some really you know awkward things awkward if you start things. slide slipping in real life you know you got those flight spoilers that pretty mm-hmm. much just you don't have to worry about too much mm-hmm. on a ga but with that yeah. with, with the yeah, jets yeah yeah, yeah. You, you know and uh and so so yeah, so you know th- that's one of those things. It's like I was doing it in the sim, so that's where it came from. You know, that's where it came from, and, and I caught, and, and that's the only way I caught myself is because I did it. So, so yeah, so you know, I treat the sim here at home as if I'm like in the real airplane. The real thing. In the rear airplane. Yeah, you know. So Practice I'm out. How you play, man? That's... Flying with somebody on the sim. You know, what am I doing? I'm doing checklists and stuff like that. Um, and you know the sim the sim is just a this is a blessing like oh, yeah. it's just like holy cow this, i don't think that microsoft knows um back in the day how many pods they actually put in the seat they put in the seat oh man i don't, think, yeah. I don't think they know heck yeah i don't think they have any idea man yeah <laughs> they really don't <laughs> they don't know you know so, yeah Wow, I mean that's and that's and I mean that's 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 a powerful statement. I mean, just you know how I mean I I just don't think they really sat back and thought like how many folks they've actually inspired who's flying now, you know, line drivers and all, mm-hmm. um, just by you know loading up a computer simulation. But I will say this: I mean, the level of detail that we have in these aircraft now. It's remarkable. Insane. Freaking insane. You know, so I mean there's like you said, you know, there's 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 no excuse. Now, do you notice um as the years have progressed? Because you you know you've been in the game some years. Have you noticed as the years progress a higher caliber of pilot coming out of their initial? Um I have not noticed it's because I've noticed that there's a lot of pilots that don't use simulators. That's an oh. extreme amount, uh, and you can tell. Sure, you can, I think you can start to tell uh, the pilots that actually have some because they'll start talking about some things, and you're like, "How did you know that?" <laughs> yeah, like you know, you, you can you can tell, and you know, and it's like a little mini faux pas in the mm-hmm. in the industry. It's like, well, I'm not going to tell you that I fly sims at home. I, <laughs> I do. This is making me better. What? Why does it have yeah exactly? Why does it have that stigma? You think? Um, I think it's because it's considered a game. Ah, there we go. The whole game versus sim uh, yeah. conversation. Yep, yeah. Got it. I think it's a it's a a literacy of you know just you know just people not seeing how far advanced sims are now back in the gotcha. day possibly yeah yeah, yeah i can like, see that you know yeah it was slightly gamish but yeah. you know, nowadays yeah i fly with more guys that are on flight sims that are just just like this is cool you know this mm-hmm. is this is this is where we're at and it's comforting to me to know that on your day off you know this guy's on the sim 
working failures, working mm-hmm. faults, learning the books, learning the manuals, learning how, when, and where to puzzle things together. Mm-hmm. My wife hates it. She hates uh-huh. it to death. <laughs> you know, when, when she gets this new car here in a little bit, she ain't going to be saying, Heck yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, so, but, um, yeah, you know, and I, I appreciate the, the, the real pilots that sim. Um, it just, it's not just a love for the aviation. It's not just, a, it's just you're sharpening your tool, your, your tool, you know, you're yep. staying embedded in, in, in the, uh, in the industry. And, you know, it gives me a little more comfort because like I said earlier, it's, you know, it's, if, can I, can I put my family in the back of your aircraft? Mm-hmm. You'll hear that countless amount of number of times throughout the entire course of your career. Um, and it's true. It's true. It's, you know, how does this person conduct himself uh, in the cockpit and outside of the cockpit? Um, yeah, every flight, every flight can be the same, but it's like, man, if you, you know, you've seen some of these guys that, that fly around, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you taking these unnecessary risks? Like, it's stupid. Like, I don't want to fill out no stinking paperwork. You know? Yeah. I, you so that's, know? that's not just at the GA level, huh? It's yeah. It's not just it's 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 all it's all over. It's uh, all over. Yeah. You know. uh, but that was it for the for this here. Um, I'm hoping uh, you know you guys can watch me progress here, and you know I can continue to check in and yeah, man, you know, we'll, kinda... we definitely got to come back and give us updates on, yeah. on how that's all progressing. Put a little bit more. Uh, more in detail as far as each day goes by or each week or whatnot and and uh, you know and, and start to see my gray hairs come out a lot more than <laughs> the beard the elongate yeah. <laughs> yeah. even even you know even age too man you know a lot of a lot of guys at a certain age you're like like I don't have enough brain cells left to, to do this cat and mouse game like ways <laughs> You know, and it's it's really evident. Like a lot of the, I just flew with the retiring captain, and um, you know, and then that's those are those are tricky because you know they they're done, they're done, they're done. <laughs> so they they don't care. Like, <laughs> Fo's in charge, you know, and so you know, and they they get in their their certain ways, and you can see, you know, like hey, you actually really pay got to pay attention to this guy because you know he'll have you. Seven ways a Sunday in paperwork. Paperwork, uh, you know. <laughs> going you'll be filling it out, not him. Yeah, you'll exactly. be filling it out. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, say, I already, I already got my max out of my four hundred one k, so I'm out. They can fire me tomorrow. Jesus. Yeah. But but yeah yeah you know that's a that's a, a, a minor bit of the process. Uh, currently, what I'm. What I'm going through is, you know, the oral in itself. Uh, what I what I tend to do is I have a meticulous routine. I wake up, I wake up, start with limitations, um, and so we got about 65 limitations we got to memorize and spit out. Uh, for spirit in general, uh, uh, you know, the oral section is very difficult. Sure. Um, uh, it, it's it's hey, you gotta. You got to know they point to a button here. Hey, what's it do? How's it function? Where else does it connect to? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you need to you need to know your stuff. You know, it. and so uh, they say memory items, limitation flows, profiles, um, fault lights, um, 
and 65 memory 65 limitations is what we're required to memorize but there's wow. a couple there's a there's over like 190 limitations that are just <laughs> like you know, there's written form limitation too but wow um, uh you know they 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 can ask you know they don't ask windshield wiper speed it's not a requirement for the 230 knots okay you asked it to me i prove to you that your brain is not as big as mine you know <laughs> so you know uh where it gets really where it gets really uh convoluted uh is not just that but you know we, we have um uh you know tcas ra like our memory items for there what we're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. um and how to perform with that but it's just the board here um, so what I'll do is I'll go through every day. I'll go through the limitations when I wake up, you know, and I'll go through, uh, memory items cause I, I know them. I should know them being an FO. That's, that's my job. Mm -hmm. Um, they're paying me good money to do this. So I'm going to mm -hmm. do it. Um, and then throughout the course of the day, before I go to sleep, I'll focus on fault lights. You know, um, if you've ever noticed when you power up an airplane, you see the gin fault light. Mm -hmm. You know, like, why is that there? You know, they'll ask you, like, why is that right. there? You know, it's so, you know, they're, you're required to kind of know that stuff. Wow. wow. Um, the procedures are aligning the eight ears, you know. Yeah, you'll turn on the eight ears, but what if it starts flashing? Like, you know, you, 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 yeah, you turn it off and on, you wait for the on bat to come on. But what else is there? You know, a lot of people don't know that the eight ears will have a battery. It has a battery and it plays an audible tone once the oh. battery is engaged. You know, oh. along with that, you can't get back certain features of the ADRs. So what does the ADRs provide? And then what does the uh, IR person provide? But what does the ADR person provide? It's completely separate. Oh, Some gotcha. of your th 319s, I think, uh, I think, what's the call it models this? Uh, X-Plane. Um, Tolus. Their 319 is an older ADR, ADRU, meaning if you disconnect if you disconnect or turn off the IR portion, you're going to lose the ADR portion. Versus really? the one that you're flying now, you can press the ADR button and the IR will still be there. Got it. Right? So oh, there's, wow. there's, there's certain nuances like that. Like you kind of have to know. You have to know. Um, you know, if the, if, the, if, the, if the align light is flashing or something like that, you know, can I get back my IR source? Or if it's flat tone, it's dead. You, you mm -hmm. lost your positional, you're just GPS only, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, so that's some of the things that, like, you're going through. So I'll go through, you know, a panel. I'll start at the top, and I'll start with my, and how they typically word this is they'll go with with uh, your preliminary cockpit flow. So if you follow your checklist while you're, while you're uh, you know, at the gate, they'll start and say, hey, walk me through your preliminary, uh, your captain's preliminary flow or, uh, and you'll go through and you'll say, okay, well, wow. you know, what are we testing here on the DFDR uh, and the CVR? You know, mm -hmm. is it 120 minutes or is it 60 minutes? You know, uh, when does it come on? Does it come on after first engine start or how long does it stay on after, which is five minutes after uh, engine mm -hmm. shut down? Um, and why is that blue light there? Do we have to have blue light on? Well, no, you don't have to have the blue light on. Is it's required for us to press the button, but the CVR is going to come <laughs> on after the first and you start anyways. So, 
There you go. It just wants us to record. Wow. It wants us to record the, the beginning stages of pre-flight to, you know, self-incriminate ourselves, basically. Right. <laughs> self-incriminate. <laughs> speaking of systems, we got a question from Dave. When it comes to TCAS warning, the newer buses have auto TCAS mitigation. I think he's talking about RA resolution advisory. Do you usually let it? <laughs> do you usually let it handle the conflict, or do you typically just intercede and do it yourself? Okay. So, so personally, this is a personal note. It's not. I have the worst timing in the world when it comes to upgrade because every time I go to upgrade, I have something like completely changed with the company. So <laughs> that system is not implemented yet. Spirit will be the first company in the United States to have the FMS update too. So oh. they are saying that well, I've flown an airplane already that has the uh, the RAS yeah. or the, uh, the, the X-RAS. So you can get that in X-Plane. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's it's super loud and annoying. Oh my god! I didn't realize how yeah. loud it was. Approaching, Approaching. runway three one left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here talking like like thank you. I see it. You know, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really but it's it's neat. You know, it's it's really neat. Uh, the the seven thirty seven Max had it, and you know, it's really really neat. Um, but uh, uh, that auto TCAS um. We haven't had, we're supposed to be getting training modules for that, which, granted, I left that out. They're going to send you about 30 to 40 training manuals to do in 30 days. <laughs> Computer based. Wow. Just, just, just get them done, you know. While uh, you're at it. <laughs> knock out that stupid Soya PRM video because, you know, that's the hand fly doesn't break out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, the that system is not implemented yet, and when it does, I believe that we will have to still hover the system. We can allow it to do it, but if the aircraft is not doing what it needs to do, we need to f get out of the red Intervene. and get it in green. Yeah, you know. So I do believe that we can, if if it's working. I mean, Autoland works. We still do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, I think that the manuals will have to, you know, adjust to some wording or verbiage to say, hey, do it, let it do it automatically and notify ATC. If it's not doing what you wanted to do, disconnect, fly it, autopilot off, flight directors off, notify ATC. Thank you, ATC. Um, but the that, RA is when you have to notify ATC, right? Whenever there's an RA. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. big, big giant bubble that, that we have. Uh, when it turns to white and it goes to yellow, you know, that's like a approaching in like two and a half seconds. Then the red is like, yeah, you Get better your butt out something. of there. Yeah, you better do something. <laughs> yeah, about the touch tips. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll have to see because uh, it's supposed to be rolling out here shortly. Um, along with, uh, we're so, the rumor had it is where the Airbus is supposed to auto descend now. So, ah, I heard that. Yeah, that's part uh, of the FMS as well. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I'm like, why it doesn't do it? Currently, currently, <laughs> beats me. But uh, that's supposed to when be auto descend, meaning when when it gets to the top of descent programmed in the McDo, it'll just go. Yeah, it'll. Yep, it'll go straight down. It'll maybe give out a C chord or or change some FMA, whatnot. But how but, often uh, in the real world are you given your descent clearance exactly when the McDo has calculated top of descent? Um. If we get the descent via, and that's subjective to headwind and tailwind. So if you have a tailwind, I'll always start early. Mm -hmm. You'll get ask tail... for it. You'll ask for it early. 
Yeah, all the time. Like especially for DCA for some stupid reason and their multitude of crossing restrictions yep. a thousand miles out. But yep. um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, my general rule of thumb, like 25 knots and greater, I start down early. Uh, with a headwind, I wait till the to the green dot <laughs> the very, shows the <laughs> and hit it. You know, you know, I wait to an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you just, you know, yeah. I don't matter. The bus will manage a a, uh, a descent um, with a headwind, no problem. Pretty well, yeah. With a no wind or a tailwind, <laughs> you kids are goodbye. It's you know, you're putting out speed brakes all day long. Yep. Uh, so you know. But, uh, yeah, typically, you know, ATC gives it to us or descend via our um, pilot's discretion, descend and maintain. Right. We'll wait. We'll wait. Okay. You know, get some some sort of fuel conservation going right. on. You know, Got to be good for for uh, the shareholders. <laughs> good for the people that sign your checks. I get mm-hmm. it. Yep. I get it. Absolutely. Wow. Guys, this has been absolute. This has been gold, man. Gold. You, Guys. You, you don't get this stuff in the community too often, man. Man, so, you, you really glad, don't. Uh, um, you guys don't. participate. One, one other thing here, too, the, uh, the briefings, like, you know, your cabinet announcements and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those do take time. They take For time. Sure. Um, uh, some tips that I, that I had gotten was, uh, you know, the company gives you the structured format. You can literally laminate a card, put it in the back of your badge, and read it from there. It's just insert where mm-hmm. you need to go to. So Got it. There, you don't have to come up with this elaborate. Oh, you know, <laughs> we love this and this. And that. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. You can kiss it. Um, you know, me personally, I tend to make it my way. Um, you know, it took me a little bit, a little bit longer to get down how I wanted to say it in mm-hmm. each scenario. So if I was rushed, like how would I give a briefing to the passengers? Mm. Um, and then I started doing briefings in front of all the passengers. So I'd stand up and not yeah. have a release. I would remember because, you know, you should always fly the airplane first in your head before the plane gets there. Right. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that helped me become, you know, a better captain. And so what I would do is I'd flew the entire plane mm-hmm. in my head. I knew and I got up, I did my briefing, you know, I talked to people directly and it, it tended to work out a little bit better. But if there was time rush, you know, and the flight attendants hate that. The flight attendants hate when pilots get in the galley and start well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, you know, what I'm <laughs> like, like, dude, go sit down in your cubby. Get out of the way. They're bored in passengers. They got to close the door, you know, all their stuff. They got to do things before. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, but those briefings do take a little while and, and, and don't concentrate on that. You know, nobody pays attention to us anyways. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, nobody pays attention to the pilots. So, you know, you get up there and make your your Mount Rushmore speech and you got like the one person that's like, oh man, I know this is flight 1638 from here to here. You're talking to that one dude out of, you know, you know, and I would, and I would rather, I would rather that one dude come up and sit in the seat and I talk to him personally other Mm -hmm. than, you know, get on the mic and blabber about one day, like some trips, like I say some ridiculous temperature 
Like I do it on purpose to see if pay attention. It's been... like, yeah, we're going in. We're going in. We're just going into Newark the other day. It's like, yeah, it's about ninety-eight degrees and, and warm. Everybody's still texting. Everybody's still texting. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, and you know, it doesn't hit them until they get out of their, get into the car. Like this pilot said, it was ninety-eight. What the? <laughs> around you guys <laughs> oh man dave has yeah. another one can you elaborate on what's involved in international ops training that he saw earlier Ooh, it's a lot um so so dave we we do what the waters route so we're not etops um not yet until we get the 319 neos which scares the hell out of me those are coming oh gosh i don't want to do it but anywho uh so those those routes require a, a you know diversionary alternate airports um and uh we have to use the high frequency radio so you look on your radio panel and then at the bottom there it says hf uh we use that to talk on our cell call uh we do not have cpldc yet so we can't text mm. to you know it's coming supposedly um mm-hmm. this this month um oh, cool but uh labs got it i'm sorry yeah i use it <laughs> I, I use it and hey, you'll, you'll be ahead of the curve then the yep. wildest part is, is is in our neos they're there they're the screens are there and exactly how labs has it laid out oh, I, wow. I went in there you know i typed in kusa or whatever who's who's in there and we didn't get a response because you know it, nobody it's not was on yeah. but uh uh, it's funny how Labs has it like modeled, and I'm like, who's on live? Man, you guys know, man. I just they're freaking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Phenomenal. And, and they have the um, they have the they're fortunate to have a couple of guys out in Europe that has all of the bells and whistles imaginable in the real airbuses out there right now that you know just now coming to the states to yeah. be able to program and simulate that for yeah. us simmers to take advantage of well it's, well worth it's awesome well worth its price in gold uh, if you're if you're going to go get your airbus type rating i i wouldn't even look at anything else nope pull up that start doing your failures start doing your flows convert yep. <laughs> whatever your pounds kilograms you know do that but it's it's helping me out tremendously Awesome. Um, outside of the international stuff, uh, we have drift down. So you know we have drift down diversionary airports when we go to Colombia. You know the those huge mountains that are out there in Bogota. Oh yeah, in Bogota. Uh, you know for pressurization, there's sometimes when we can't get below twenty one thousand feet, and if we depressurize. Uh, yeah. We gotta figure something out. Mm-hmm. You guys only got about fifteen minutes of oxygen. Well, we got about thirty to forty-five minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that happens, like, hey, where are we gonna go? Um, and so mm-hmm. a lot of the training in the international ops has to deal with that. Um, sure. uh, ferry uh, permits. Um, what to see on the release as far as fuel hacks when we go um over the water, you know. Uh, where are we going to turn? You know, when we get over the top of Bermuda, it's like there's nobody out there. You know, um, and what if we do have a problem? What if we have an engine failure? Um, what do we have in a medical emergency? You know, where are we going to go? Um, uh, uh, that's for the most part. There's there's a couple other things that I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but. Uh, but the international operations are just like a plethora of 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 items that we don't 
we take for granted here in the United States. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, holding, uh, mm-hmm. for instance, you know, uh, we're not allowed to. There's certain airports like Cancun. We can do. Uh, 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 we can dispatch the airports with alternates, um, mm-hmm. a secondary alternate. It has to be VFR. We go down to you know Armenia, or we go down to uh, 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 Medellin. Mm-hmm. You know, and Medellin's very terrain high. Uh, oh yeah. It, you know, we have to have a suitable alternate to go mm-hmm. to, and a, a type of gas. Um, um, you know, and what to do and how to call for maintenance. Now, every single flight, there's a there's a, a maintenance me- uh, mechanic that comes up, checks the books, checks in with us. You know, mm-hmm. make sure the plane's all good, adds oil if it needs to, and that's a la carte spirit mm-hmm. uh but that's that's awesome yeah, yeah that's yeah. and it's very comforting because you know if you get into yeah. a little bit of a bind you know you just call them over you know yep. they they know more no. than we do so um but uh yeah it's it's really it's really a lot of work and then you know later on if we get on the stream when we get in the international ops you know i'll go in a little more detail as far as what's considered uh international mm-hmm Surprisingly, Cancun isn't considered international. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know the uh, there's there's a considerable lot of things to consider um, as far as international. And those are some of the things that 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 happens during the training. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dave has another question. Keep them why, coming, Dave. Why exactly? Yeah. Why did it say that non-U.S. pilots are allowed in the FF in the FFS in the flight sim? Yeah, it was. They they've got to pass the TSA clearance. Yeah, um, there was a note about that. That that's just generic, though, right? Yeah, that's just it's you know they have a list of items that we need to bring passport, you know, and we do hire uh, internationally uh, international. Uh, candidates. So we have a plethora. Spirit is yeah. a melting pot. Like physically, like we've got people from Ukraine. We got people from Norway. I just flew with my captain from Norway. Wow. Uh, the guys just flew yesterday from Norway. You know, we have people that are here, and and the rumor is that we're supposed to be allowing uh, more. Uh, I, I guess maybe Spirit's going to do some things with the uh, the, the visa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there there might be doing some type of initial program where. You know, they'll take in people that are that are uh, granted in with a visa and allow to fly. And wow. th- that's that's the new way to get pilots, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Fortunately, not unfortunately, but fortunately, that's the way that uh, that we're getting uh, something with Australia. Australia has a longer visa, um, you know, requirement. So I, I believe it's like like a year and a half or two years. If you ever get up and you hear a lot of Australian pilots, well, that's they're coming from you know they're 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 allowed to have a longer visa mm-hmm. uh than, than most other countries so wow you know they're pilots out there they're hiring so they're hiring yeah know. yeah dave i think that's he says well it's a simulator not the real aircraft i think that's because it's an approved faa simulator where you can legally build time and training hours and they don't want you doing that until you're cleared by the tsa right robert yeah that's correct Correct, and that's that's more of a initial requirement. Once you're, so what ends up happening in the industry is that is that things happen. You know, you can 
you can live in another country and work for a U.S. carrier. You yeah. know, people do it all the time. Uh, what ends up happening is, you know, if you forget to renew your passport, you know, and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot to send it in. You know, it's not so much of a problem here in the U.S., but, you know, especially now with COVID, you know, like you try to renew your passport from a you oh, know, from another country. Man, it's like a whole year. Forever. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so, uh, so I think that bottom portion was for more of a, an initial training yeah. requirement. Uh, Even at the student pilot level, like you, you can't get a student pilot license without, you know, first clearing all of the TSA requirements. Yeah. Um, Dave. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's, it's getting, it's getting better. It's getting much easier. So I, I was a uh, alien student flight program instructor. I think I still am. I got to check on that. But uh, <laughs> I, after 9-11, I was able to teach um, foreign students without a green card mm. yeah so wow. there was so there was a point in time after 9 11 like hell no we're not we're not doing any of that mm -hmm. with the with the exception of the asfp program where i had to take your fingerprints keep it for 10 years and then i can train you, mm -hmm. you know, so i was flight instructing guys from you know other countries and, and uh you know they go back home or they before they left getting their certificates here they go down to florida get mm -hmm. their uh get their you know airbus type rating and then go off to where they need to go where back they need to, to back go the country mm -hmm. yeah so i think that's still a thing i think the the asfp program uh, is still still running dude cool mr dave has another question who or what event inspired you to become a pilot oh uh I had to, I had to come out of my womb with the, with the joystick, man. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, I think I was like maybe one years old. I swear, and wow. my, my entire family knew I was going to be a pilot. Like I've been saying it since I was, you know, in diapers, literally, that I wanted to fly. So I, I, I truly believe that I was, you know, born to do this. Mm -hmm. You know. And I honestly, I can't do anything else. <laughs> like you asked me to add right now, I can't do that. That's a really good question because I mean, a lot of folks are, you know, led or motivated by you know different uh, different things to you know get them to want to make that jump. So that was a really Really good question, Mr. David. You know, going back, I've said this about, you know, I don't know, about 178 times. I don't know why I put that number, but it just sounded right. But, um, you random know, random as hell. Just random <laughs> as heck, man. Robert, thank you. Know, you. I'm not, hey, I, yeah. you know, I'm going to meet Mike. I'm not worried about Mike. <laughs> man, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You back in the day, man. you couldn't have paid for this information. Nope. No. You know, nope. and um, you know, those of y'all who are listening, um, you know, definitely um take this uh take this info to heart. Um uh fortunately Robert, he's always around the community, you know. I'm sure yep. you'll find him, you know, he might be in the background in one of your streams. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I do when I'm in my overnight, I got nothing to do, man. The YouTube P pops up, I'm like, oh cool, let's do this. <laughs> this is happening. YouTube's a drug. 
Exactly. <laughs> so don't get yeah. caught slipping. Just saying. Yeah. Don't get caught slipping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try to get myself on Twitch a little bit more, just to, just to you know. Twitch got some cool stuff too. Raise it out. Yeah. 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 I forget about Twitch sometimes. There's a really really cool controller on there. I'm gonna give him a shout out. Uh, Clear the approach. I think he's a uh, Fort Worth center controller. Oh really? Oh yeah, in the real world and on yeah, that real world. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and um, yeah, just just amazing to watch if you're really interested to see what goes on in the background, and even dive into you know, um, you know, some brief explanations on what's going on, you know, on the scope or whatnot. It's really interesting. I think he comes on. Oh heck, I think like Wednesdays, Thursdays, something like that on Twitch. So clear like approach. Wednesday. Yeah, clear approach, guys. So definitely. Yeah, definitely check him out. Uh, see, Mountain Man Charlie says, "Don't watch my landings." <laughs> <laughs> First, a thousand feet, we don't have problems. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, I still remember that day. I, I think it was in our group chat. <laughs> he was like, "Man, if I see you guys floating down that damn runway trying oh, to get them. I'm let you have it right there. <laughs> Put it down. Just eat it up." Uh, Half the oh, long way gone trying to get a butter. Hey, you remember my yeah. last my last stream I did, and I don't know what I was, what the heck I was. I don't know, maybe, maybe I had a drink after work or something. <laughs> well, I was in a Q400 trying to get in the midway, and in my mind, I'm just like, you know, I I didn't care. I I was about to bury the mains on the room. I'm like, I gotta get, I yeah. gotta get in that touchdown zone. I think it was like 400 feet. <laughs> yeah, it was just something ridiculous. Man. Yeah, it's like burning up that runway, especially at what I think they call it the USS Midway. I yeah, mean, it's just man. It's, it's just, I never heard that one. That's hilarious. Oh man, I was in uh, my I was traveling a lot for work. We we're coming in the Southwest, man, and I mean, just you don't have you can tell these guys like they you know, you can tell in their mind they're like we have no time to play around. And I mean, yeah. boom, it was winter too, right? Wasn't it? Like oh yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, game, man. Oh wow. man, I think they had like, I mean, that they had to be like max auto brick or something, man, because it was wow. like he hit, and I'm talking about just put the nose wheel into the ground, man, with those brakes, and it was just, you know, but I mean, I, I, I think you know, in the sim, we don't really realize how overly built, you know, those those struts are. I mean, they're yeah, they're they're, they're you know, they can take a lot more you know, then, um, you know, a lot more than you can think. And, yeah. um, I mean, it's all about making that, you know, making those firm safe, that safe transfer of the weight on the wheels and getting it done as fast as you can, you know, like an aiming point every time, man, you know, and yeah. Stick with it. And stick with it, man. You know, I mean, I, and you see that even, and, you know, I think Mike mentioned as well, you know, um, practice how you play. You know, I mean, some of the stuff you see in the scene, mm-hmm. like, no way. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> you gotta pay for them breaks? What? Exactly. I ain't flying with you. <laughs> Please. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's hilarious. But speaking of speaking of which, uh, yeah, Mike, I'm gonna put you on blast, my friend. Oh, here we so go. What I do? Your now? last, so your last stream 
Tell us about last your emergency, stream. sir, so we can all learn. Last stream, last stream, last mm-hmm. stream. Oh, F is... And Robert was flying with me, too, man. Funny enough, that had to have happened when he was flying with us. Oh, um, we're going to Vegas? Vegas? No, Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah, I was doing oh, yeah, the turn back to Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, in the 321. And uh, we were doing the turn. And as cheeky as FS Labs is, they opened the captain's side window. <laughs> and I did not realize. I didn't even look. It's, it's, I checked. I ran the, impri- I ran the entire checklist <laughs> on the first leg out. The second leg, I was like, listen, I got to get ready to go. I'm just going to turn this thing and just head out. And FS Labs was like, nope. Pressurization nope. failure, and I'm sitting there like, wait, what? Did I leave a? Do-? The first thing is like door, like who didn't close the door? Like, it's like it's that's like it's an FA back there, right? That's supposed to close the door. Who didn't close the door? And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking. And I'm like, all right, first things first, disengage the autopilot. We're going right back to LAX because essentially I was, I think I was on a downwind. We could have just came right back in. And as I was descending, I looked to my left, and the red dot is not showing. The red cylinder is not showing on the mm. window. And I'm mm. like, sure enough, the damn door isn't closed. Yo, guys, I have a 321 or Airbus checklist right it here is. on my desk. <laughs> it is. There was no reason that should have happened. No reason, but wow. uh, oh, it happens. Yeah, caught up in in a, this false sense of stability and comfortability because you're in a simulator and got caught slipping. So I'll take care of that one. Man, it's happened to me. I was taking off in Denver and. You know, I thought, you know, as a matter of fact, I was about to, you know, uh, and then, yeah, I'm going to make this. So I was I was going to take off. Then I was going to go and start dinner. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> Autopilot on. Oh, man, I'm gone. So I'm just getting ready to get up. And then I hear, you know, the little thing or whatever. And I looked. I was like, oh, man, what the heck's going on here? Then I got frustrated because I like, I got to go get dinner on. <laughs> And I'm over here trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, oh, and I looked over the window, man. It was just. It was open? You want. Oh, open. man. Oh, so you oh. so you're trying the to make fun of me the same crap Yeah, I did it, man. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, but, but, but just so cool, man. Like, because I don't have failures on in, in the FS Labs uh, mm-hmm. automatically. But there's certain things that it'll throw at you. And, yeah. you know, you're going to have to deal with it. And I think I think that was cool. Like, I didn't touch the window, but they was like, listen, you want to fly this very well simulated Airbus. I'm going to simulate that. Because I'm sure you guys, time to time, open the windows on your turns, right? Oh, you yeah. Run the checklist. Yeah. Windows yeah, and doors picture. closed and locked. <laughs> exactly. Your picture yeah. on this thumbnail yeah. that I got up here. Yeah. Did you, did you, windows and doors closed and locked? Nope. Nope. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really easy. Which I'm surprised that it, it probably went all the way back because it has a ratchet system where, you know, it won't go back because if you, if, well, if you have it happen above 230 mm-hmm. or 200, 200 knots for the side windows, 230, uh, for a cracked front. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, it has a ratchet system. So if you, if you goes all the way to the back, the amount of force that you have, mind you, you're sitting down in your seat and trying to, to try to force it back all the way up. Well, the ratchet system's in place for it to for it to stop at Got certain it. spots. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it, but you know, if you're ready to if you're ready to get it all the way to go back, you know, you can get it to go all the way back if you want to. But right, you know, but just trying to trying to get that. So that's really cool that it actually. Yeah, they stinky because they didn't open it all that. the way. They just yeah, cracked yeah, it. Right. Because if I looked, you know, I looked left, right. Yeah, at some point, I must have looked left, even on the pushback, just checking while I'm taxiing. If it was opened enough, I would have seen it. But they yeah. just ever so slightly cracked it. 
yeah. and those red knots, those red, uh, the red thing wasn't showing the indicate that it was closed wow. and got caught slipping. Wow, that's yeah. a good catch though. That's hard to, that's hard to catch in a simulator too. You know, at least in flight you'd have, well, you'd hear the, tall, the noise or something. You hear it? The tall tail sign at your door windows not closed is the plane's pressurizing. So once all the mm-hmm. doors. You know, so we have different modes for when we start pressurizing. The mm-hmm. plane actually starts pressurizing at the gate. At the gate. So ah. if you don't have that door closed, yeah. guess what's coming in? You're like, man, mm-hmm. it's not even windy outside. Why is this? Oh, my Why is it so oh, windy? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so in your ears, you know, yeah, yeah you guys ever yeah. do that where you're flying, you know, pop yeah. your ears. Well, that'll happen once all doors start to close, you know. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of cool that uh, that actually got, got modeled. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was really surprised. Was, uh... So for for the people though, Mister Robert, while well, we have you on, my friend. So yeah. when we run into that situation where either me or Mike leaves the windows open, what's the first thing that we're doing? Let's say if we're still in the climb out phase. Uh, still in the climb out. Um... That exact scenario. I think I was at like nine thousand feet or something like that. Eight nine thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Um fly the plane you know you know the the Ooh. window's open you're you're still alive mm-hmm. there's in real life you know that's what you'd have to do and situationally you know yeah you're at nine thousand ten thousand you might start to get some cab out highs if it's not sure. pressurizing if you haven't checked the gauge to make sure your delta p is rising mm-hmm. uh you know so yeah just whoop, level off notify atc and mm-hmm. then trigger your systems and your limitations knowledge you know hopefully mm-hmm. both of you guys have your heads screwed on because it's, sure. it's an instantaneous just how you figured it out you know it's an instantaneous uh uh thought so it's right. like oh crap this is open well at nine thousand feet you know ten thousand you know if you're managed you know that's gonna shoot up all the way whatever you have your cost index to so yeah. you'll be at 300 knots just like that <laughs> Just like know, that, you know. So then you got to like, oh crap, throw the airplane down. So yeah, slow to slow to two hundred. Yeah. Uh, you know, let ATC know you. Hey, you got to level off and slow down for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You could, you know, you could tell them, hey, what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, slow down, get the door closed, make sure that, you know, there's no other problems. You know, right. Right. get the door closed, pressurization, mask come down, check in with the flight attendants, make sure that the passengers aren't freaked out because they probably feel that. At least the first class passengers mm-hmm. will feel that at that point. Sure. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, they'll come right under that door, you know. Wow. And, uh, um, and then, uh, you know, uh, let company know. Say, hey, here's, here's what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Planes flying structurally because that's another thing is you sh- – you think that you know what happened, but behind the scenes, you might not know. Could be something know. else. Yeah. You know, you know, it could be. In, in worst case, it happens again later mm-hmm. on. Right. You know, much higher altitude, further away. Yeah, yeah. structurally, that's kind of hard to do. It's you know, we're pressing up against the cabin, so that's right. It's really hard to do. But in the event that something awkward does happen, like a leak, or mm-hmm. it's not sealed all the way, you know, you're getting your you know, your, your cabin rate, you guys are all doing this, you know, I my ears popping, you know? And, yeah. and so, you know, once you take it up there, you know, now the next step is rapid depression. So, you know, Hey, I got to don the mask. Crew don the mask. Do a little bit. So, you know, the no steps. Yeah. You know, you got to slow it down, you know, take your time and then figure out who else needs to get involved. Right. Um, 
you know, um, as far as making the decision to continue to press on. Now right. you can make the you can make the, the you know the captain's decision, and uh, <laughs> you know and About the collar. <laughs> close the, close the window. You know, hey, we're good structurally. Bam. <laughs> come on, come on right up. You know, we'll fill out an IOR and a, right. an ASAP ASAP. And that's that's another thing is you know there's two reports. Uh, because one, you said in the checklist while we have the CVR on, windows, doors, and slides closed and armed. Mm. And mm. lie detector test determined that that was a lie. So that's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's, so that's a yeah. uh, ASAP, and then that's a IOR. Or you know, the airlines have different acronyms. For acronyms yeah, for the same form, yeah. right? And uh, you know, so you know, you might get a phone call from somebody mm-hmm. in the heads up talking about well. What happened? You know, <laughs> uh, you know they they need to know. They, you know, yeah, they, yeah. You, 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 the Airbus tells on you, so yeah, you that's know, what Dave's you know, question was. That's what Dave, yeah, that's what Dave. Yeah, the was aircraft auto. Re- I don't think it auto reports, but it'll be in the logs, the computer logs, that there was a pressurization issue, right? Yeah, does so, that something go to uh fourteen fourteen thousand or fourteen five? I got to go back in those limitations, but uh, uh, is when the mass will deploy automatically, and that gets text messages to. Airbus, oh, oh, wow. so that'll get sent to Airbus, and that'll get sent to uh, company. company. Wow! So yeah, so there isn't too much that doesn't happen that the Airbus they industry and company doesn't don't know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's there's no sliding down the rug. Let's go ahead, go ahead and make that. Go ahead no, and uh, those... fill that paperwork out before. It gets filled yeah. out for you. <laughs> the days are over. Yep. Wow. You're coming into uh, Telluride and Beast 1900. <laughs> and like my second flight, <laughs> second flight, man, they're, they're in an IOE. This guy's like, hey, you know, you see those two circuit breakers? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, pull those two. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm like, okay, pull the two circuit breakers. He's like, yeah, yep. I'm just, I get, we got to, and what you, what you have to do in Telluride, you have to, you get clear for the visual. You have to train, pull up, pull up, mm. um, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll freak everybody out. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know? got and it. So you know, so we pulled the toss. You know, the toss disconnected, shot back in, pushed him back in. You know, because the entire time, terrain, terrain, terrain. pull up, pull up, gone, pull up. Yeah. And you know, you you remember we didn't have we didn't have main cabin doors. They'll, they'll hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you turn around, you're like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you're good. We're just working on land. You gotta do the signal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. No, those days are over. No, yeah, yeah. Them days are them days are gone. I know we had old whiskey hatch in the sob. And oh, yeah, Lord, yeah. That thing, man. Pop open on you, <laughs> politely shut it, and just just yeah. kind of keep it moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Yeah, that, that yeah, that's that's not flying no more. Not flying no more, man, guys. I gotta tell you, what a heck of a show! What oh a my show. gosh, this Mr. is great. Robert. My goodness, my goodness. Mr. Robert, do you have any any parting uh, parting words for uh, for our listeners out there? Um, no, the brown side down, and uh, you know, <laughs> flying is flying. You know, uh, you know, 
because I work at one airline, it doesn't mean that it's going to be different than any other airline. You know, training is training and it's, it's stressful. But uh, if you keep a positive attitude, you know, uh, things will uh, things will pan out the way that, that they should. And um, for Captain Upgrade here, you know, I hope to bring you guys along with my journey and, you know, keep you informed and show you my 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 not only my mistakes, but, you know, my, my advances. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully somebody out there will look when they're ready for captain upgrade training and say, oh, crap, yeah, I'm glad I <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I was paying attention. So uh, yep. uh, that's it. That's it for the Absolutely. peanut gallery. Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Dave has another question, which I think is actually a pretty good one because they, they do sneak up. I know they did, did on me. Uh, do you have to take tests for allergies regularly? As we often become allergic to things we never were as teens, etc. Uh, no, that'll come out in your uh, in medical. your personal doctor. So their your aviation medical examiner will not screen for allergies. So we get our first class medical, which all 121 captains over 40 need to have a first class medical. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know. Stupid EKGs. I hate EKGs, man. Yeah, oh, you got, oh, yeah, you got to get those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, so so they don't screen for – the FAA doesn't check for problems in your body. They just check for can you test this well. To the standards, yeah. <laughs> right. So so an allergic test. Now, now, the gotcha behind that is you go to take your medical exam, and they'll ask you, hey, have you seen a physician in the last – you know, calendar year, you say, mm-hmm. yes, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, what you guys talk about? Say, I had an allergy. And this, so now you got somebody else looking over to see if you're physically fit to fly. You know? mm-hmm. So that's how, you know, you can get, you know, caught up and caught up, you know, oh man, you know, I went to this doctor. He said that I have a failing kidney and I have diabetes and all that other stuff. And now they take your wings. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but typically no, they're, Aviation medical examiner do not screen for um, any other things. I my first aviation medical examiner was a sexual infectious disease guy, so he asked me all sort of sexual questions like, "When's the last time you did this?" And I'm like, "Bro," and this is my first. Medical. <laughs> I, was a, I was a student pilot, and I'm like, "I don't know that," and and it was so bad is because my instructor sent me there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I didn't know any where to get my medical at. I'm like, you know, he sent me there, and I'm like, like, dude, what, why is this guy? Is it normal? Is he supposed to be asking me? He's like, you know, he he hands me a you know you know condom after I leave, and I'm like, oh, oh my God. for an FAA medical. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and and like I didn't know any better. You know, it's my first medical. I'm like. That scarred oh me for God. life. I'm like, I will not be going back to that guy again. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's Thankfully, right. our medical... I feel like all of SoCal goes to the same guy. <laughs> he's, mm. Yeah, he's, same he's, thing here. There's one guy here yeah, in Dallas. Everybody goes he's, to. Uh, he's awesome, man. Really yeah. good guy. Yeah, but don't lose him. Thankfully, don't not, lose him. Uh, not that experience. <laughs> yeah, don't lose him. Yeah, you're, yeah it's in, I mean, I think sometimes, a lot of times we take for granted having a good, um, having a good AME. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, whew. Cause I'll go in and like a lot of times, man, my medicals are boom, boom, boom. You know, hey, John's going, blah, blah, blah. you know, you're, you're at the door. Mm-hmm. But man, I'm telling you, you'll get caught, like Mr. Robert mentioned, you'll get caught up quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> quick. Yeah. Oh, you get caught up. Oh, my Lord. Graveyard spiral. Like, when did man. that A become an E? 
Like what the what <laughs> QSPRTCCCHBRT? Like wouldn't that become what? What the glasses? It's like oh so oh my lord. Then two years later, uh, let's see here. I checked my G. I checked my GP first, then AME. His uh, he gets checked by his general practitioner. General then practitioner. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 yeah, 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 and that's that's probably the better way to do it is yeah is, is have that you know that way they at least know the process you know so if something does red flag later on down the road at least you know you say hey you know pilot patient confidentiality yeah. you know, they'll they'll take care of you around there they'll but, take care of you you know there nobody's yeah. really out to clip your wings but you know if you're you know if you're flying around blind you know that's pretty hard yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty hard yeah 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 man that was that was good stuff guys good stuff well oh my goodness man i tell you it's just it's definitely been a show and uh i mean it's the holiday season right so happy holidays happy holidays, happy holidays sure. everybody. Yeah. You guys stay yeah. safe and well out there yeah from close traffic um uh, mike john i really appreciate insight no like like i said we appreciate robert from coming getting on here and uh, talking very few, I mean, you'll get very few airmen out there who actually go out there and talk about their journey, you know, especially, yeah. you know, it's a lot of closed lit folks out there, man. A lot of them, man. A lot of them, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, like I said, you know, definitely, you know, definitely take, uh, you know, suck it up like a sponge. Yeah. Happy holidays to you guys as well, you know, and um, again, y'all stay safe out there. I know we got a, uh, uh what the uh another variant out there uh, another album out so for this one oh uh, lord oh, yes gosh. lord yes yeah, so yeah you know yeah. just just you know take care of yourself do all the keep the blue side up you know as mm-hmm. mr robert says and that's all i got what about you mike same man we'll try to definitely get back on here again before you know christmas and whatnot we gotta do yeah. one close out new year's show or something maybe just yeah, before for christmas sure. we'll see but um yeah you guys first and foremost you know happy holidays stay safe um for those of you that are sending it keep sending it love to watch where and when we can um a couple of you in here have been putting out videos almost daily so keep up that uh that great work and uh Thanks for keeping us updated on what's going on in the sim world. Cause I tell you, it's hard to keep up these days with like four different oh my simulators yes. out there, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Shout out to Dave for sure. Yeah, definitely. appreciate that. But so I got, man, what about you, man? That's it. Um, like I said, I mean, just a heck of a show. I've been looking for this one. I got off work early for this one. Guys. <laughs> oh man. Wow. I was out <laughs> He's not lying. Yeah, man. I, he I, did. I threw up the deuces, man. All right. You know? yeah. 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 So definitely look definitely look forward to the show. And uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, following with you on your journey. You know, I mean you you know, you you'll all have our prayers here um at CTP and I'm sure, you know, the community, uh the community is well behind you. So, you know, it's not just you, brother. You got a whole whole community behind you, man, rooting for you. So, yeah, appreciate that. You know, definitely, definitely appreciate that. Def, definitely best of luck to you well guys i think that's it you know much about my bedtime and uh i know <laughs> yeah yeah you know, i didn't get, eat dinner yet he's talking about bedtime getting old man <laughs> 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 
ten thirty out here. Yeah. Oh my lord. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're on the East Coast. Yikes! Yeah, Sorry, man. Coast. Go get some yeah. rest, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, all right, guys. We're out of here. Until next time, guys. Thanks for watching and listening to the Close Traffic Podcast. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see it. See it. Thank you.